and we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with a Drunk. I am not the hostess, Cuckwick the Riddler, and that was not a pet story you're hearing in the background. Um, we are live here on uh, PPRN Radio, and uh, the crew is all here via uh, zoomies. zoomies and webcams. Gentlemen, how are we? Hello. Hello. You know, it doesn't feel right when we don't do the the full intro. Yeah. So, who who are we joined by? I can't I can't hear Mike K at all. Am I not talking? Am I my mic off? No, you're there. You're, you're a little better now, but I couldn't hear you at all. Um, uh, I'm your host, Stephanie the Riddler, and I'm joined by. Mike. <laughs> yep. No, Mike. <laughs> the machine. <laughs> um, don't drop the mic. And the Red of a Red Baron. Hello, Mr. Moodle. Massey to potentially join us soon. Potentially. Yeah, he'll be here. He'll be here. Probably once the Rams are up two tutties. But yes. Yes, uh, uh, we are are live. And also, you know, for the first time ever, we're competing with a playoff game. Uh, The playoffs? It's true. Nice. First time ever. What's fun Monday? It's funny that you can watch the playoff game while listening to us. Whilst. That's oh, a, man. Let's do like a Peyton, Eli Manning uh, yeah, Manning cast. simulcast. See, Terrible delays and awkward interviews. See, and... I was, that's when I was envisioning this show because I knew that this was going to happen. I kind of wanted to do that, but for I think it would have been better if we were all in studio. I think, I don't know. It just seemed like we, we could have, you know, made some like. Games and I, I was considering. Oh, what if we did like you know? Hey, we're hanging out watching the game. Or we did that we're drinking like, game. Yeah, like yeah. we had some like chips and salsa. Really, you know, crunch some corn chips salsa. on them. Well, I mean, we could have done like an appetizer. No, no. And a... Only chips and salsa. All right. Well, I see Kyle's got Reese's. He does. He does. Hey, what are you guys drinking? Well, uh, it's still January, so nothing good. Nice. So we got what? What? One more week of this? It's been. Uh, I think this week and then next week. Listen, I would I would skip that last week. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> grandfather. Mark, you got two more weeks, bro. It's the seventh. What dry January? Yeah, you got the twenty fourth and the thirty first. Oh, cool. You're a real ray of sunshine, souls. You know that. <laughs> you know what, dude? All right. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know what, dude? All right. Good take, Kyle. Good strong take, souls. I am drinking Motion Machine. Uh, by the Relic Company. That's a Relic Company. The Relic Company. Look at him. Plainville, Connecticut. I don't know. That's what this thing. Well, well, it's, well said. But it's, well it's brewed and canned at Tom Tucker Brewery. Ah, Soul's your favorite. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Big hook. <laughs> <laughs> the big Tommy hooky. What do you got over there, uh, don't drop the I mic. got uh, the Sam Adams seasonal uh, that I got free from work. Just love those Sam Adams products. 
Hey. Because you have no taste. I get free shit at work. This is the shit I drink here. I That's true. I, I would I would Cold take full advantage of that. Does that trait just run deep at Connoisseur? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good thing Mock, good thing Mock got out of there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, good thing I left when I did. <laughs> I forgot that's the job you think I have full time. If that was a job I had full time, I would be living in a cardboard box. Mm. You and me both. <laughs> I. You are, you are living in a cardboard box. I am. This was a beer purchased by me, Kyle. I thought you'd appreciate that. Oh, you bought something? I did. No, I did. Me. I did. This it's was Rebecca's money. Well, let's be real. Daddy's money. Um. How listen, if, listen. If I if I could have that, you know, and just be a stay at home, stay at home Kendall. Yeah, <laughs> I'm signing up for it right now. That, stay at home. That ginger. would be the best thing ever. You know how much daytime TV I already watched, not during the day. Anyway, <laughs> you, you watch Netflix. Netflix. Beautiful. Oh yeah, that, that's not a real. So that Wendy Williams today. I can tell you, I would watch way more Judge Judy than I already do. <laughs> Isn't it Judy Justice now? Oh yeah, new show. Listen, it's Jerry, show. Jerry Jerry Springer has a court show. It's all about Steve Harvey, though. Does he have a court Steve show? Steve Harvey has a court show. Steve Divorce court. Yeah, I mean, all good. That guy Does is, he really have a? Yeah, that guy's living Harvey, his best life. He has a court show. Yeah. No, I swear. Yeah, Look it up. And, and like the second episode, he already got in trouble. <laughs> Somebody said something really? sexual and he laughed a million times. No, it was something where like he he kept calling this guy dumb because he did something to his wife. He kept <laughs> calling probably him dumb. <laughs> Listen, no matter yeah. what, it's a bad fit. It bad was fit sure. it was some choice words. <laughs> I love a few good choice words. All right, anyway, the beer that I bought <laughs> from Back East Brewing, one of my but favorite how beers. How long ago? It right. was it was late December. Weighing in at two hundred and thirty-five. Ice cream man. Twenty twenty twenty. Yes. Twenty twenty twenty. We didn't count, because I haven't bought a beer this year yet. This is true. <laughs> this is true. I'm 17 days in. I have not bought a beer of my own. Paul, what do you got? Uh, Paul, he'll, he'll be back shortly. Stepped oh, up he but He will be right back. But uh, any toast of excellence, gentlemen? Ooh. Yeah, my toast of excellence is to Jimmy Garoppolo for beating the Cowboys. You know, I, I kind of have a similar toast where pretty much all the teams I wanted to lose have lost. Oh, so that's fuck cool. off. Fuck well, off. Kyle, the Steelers were not included. Well, they kind of were, but they were not included in that. Damn. All right. Fine. It was really, the listen, it was really important that the Patriots and the, Cowboys. And, and the Cowboys got knocked out early. I didn't want to hear about it. If the Bucks could go next week, then I'm in good shape. <laughs> you think that's going to happen? Uh, No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I will They're pretty like, much like, hey, we're going to do whatever we want against the Eagles. Yeah, it's pretty much like the Eagles are like, hey, uh, we're not going to play football today, guys. <laughs> Just pack it up. <laughs> um, Mock? Didn't I yeah, just go? Yeah, he just said it. He did. Oh. Um, so I thought it was, piggy- I was, thought it was piggyback of the Kyle thing. I kind of was caught up in the moment. Oh, he did. I listen to the show. I, uh, mine is to Mrs. Kelsey for making the trip for her two sons' two games on Both Sunday. Guys. What? Did I steal somebody's? No, no. Okay, I heard, I heard good, good, uh, good, good miles on that card. Did she drive? No, no, card. Like airline miles, you know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, mine. Well, yes, to Mrs. Chelsea. My toast is to uh, Dak Prescott. Dakota. P- pretty cool thing. Uh, I, I, this is something I never really thought about, but like players on the practice squad, they don't get any of that I playoff that. money. So he 
coordinated from all the players to kind of like put it in. It was like 500 bucks yeah, or something. Yeah, 500, to, that's it. Well, I mean, it just gets cumulative, you know, if all 52 guys or whatever. 1,000 each. Well, listen, it should be that, you know, those guys deserve it, but I just thought it was a cool, good gesture. All right, good card. Neat thing. Good, good miles on that card. Good thing. You know, good miles on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's crack them. Did Kyle do one? He did. Yeah, I did the first one. Thanks for fucking listening, Mike. What did that? What was mine? Uh, you, yeah, yours was Miss Kelsey. <laughs> you got lucky with that. <laughs> wasn't lucky, dude. I listened. All right. Kyle. Listen, I was I was listening to mock. It just I was caught up in the the whole Garoppolo <laughs> thing, and then we were talking about the other stuff. My toes have actually to the Dallas Cowboys for breaking the penalty record. You know, I didn't see. Was that was that fourteen? Was the record seventeen? Oh, seventeen. That's so many penalties. <laughs> I don't even want to watch the fucking Cardinal Rams game. No one's forcing you to watch it. I'm not. So what was the... Uh, I I fell asleep, so what happened with Ben last night? Did they do any, like, ceremony? Not ceremony, but, like... I'll tell you, that yeah, one, he, they that took him out walk. back and shot him. That would be funny. Yeah, Could you imagine they retired his number at Arrowhead? Yeah, they're like... <laughs> they're letting us beat you all We love you, Ben. <laughs> the, the number gets lifted up into the rafters. He did technically uh, say uh, it's his last game as a Steeler. He didn't say last game. I mean, I, I I'd be shocked. That today. Imagine if he goes and plays somewhere for else. like the Saints for a year, yeah. or like the Broncos or something. Just like, hey, Peyton did it, but well, but it was different because it was it was kind of known that he wasn't done. Yeah, but Peyton's last year though was terrible. Ben would probably have a better last year than Peyton's last year, but I I think he's done. But it also would like five percent of me wouldn't be like shocked if he's like, no, the Saints signed him like a one year deal or something like that. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be kind of not not a middle finger. Just listen, he's an adult. He's a pro athlete. He can do whatever he wants. But it just seemed like a lot of fanfare the last two weeks for then him to turn around and I sign know. somewhere else. Hey, Brett Favre. Yeah, but Brett Favre never really made it known. Like even like when he was still playing, he's like, well, he's probably gonna do go somewhere else. Because remember, it was a it was a whole summer long like. That's all ESPN talked about. It's like it's far of watch. They had like cameras outside his house. <laughs> um, but yeah, I figured kind of we'd piggyback off of kind of what we did last week. Um, just bring some thoughts to the table, whatever you guys kind of wanted to talk about. Um, well, since, since we're already kind of talking about Ben, I mean, it does bring up an interesting thing where he didn't explicitly say he's retiring and the, and the whole thing. So, I mean,. Do you think the Steelers kind of put any type of pressure on him to make a decision? Or do they just tell him, hey, you're, you know, thanks for everything. You're you're done here. I mean, granted, he they got to the playoffs, but, like, do you really want him back even if, if he says, yeah, I changed my mind? Like, That's what I mean. Do, do the Steelers step in and just to, make the decision? I think after all this, and, yeah, yeah, they made the playoffs, but, like, obviously it was mostly to that defense. But I think you just cut bait. Start fresh. Try to find next succession plan. Just at most, you get maybe one more year out of him. But I mean, he wasn't the worst, but he was not. He was a shell of himself. I don't know. I just think it's time to move on from him. Well, I think that the way everything kind of played out last year, it led to us knowing that this was going to be the last year. You know, they they restructured the money and all that, and and that hey, you got you know one more year. He's, if they had any plans to do have him stay longer, I think there would have been another 
another financial conversation that would have been like, okay, how does three years sound or whatever for X amount of money rather than the one? So I think I the, the decision was already made a year prior. Well, also too, but he's also at the age where he, I don't think they would have signed him for a three-year deal because he's at, definitely on a year-to-year basis now. But if he came back, it wouldn't be totally shocking, but I, I just think it's time. But anyways, Kyle, what are your thoughts as an avid Steelers fan? Oh, I think it's time for him to be done. I don't, I don't, I, after like what he said, like he's very grateful to spend his whole career in Pittsburgh. I think that kind of means like, yeah, he's retiring. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously not in contention for a Super Bowl for the next couple of years, so it's really not worth him hanging around. I mean, there's just so many. Okay, better... first of all, that's not totally true. That's true. Yeah. That's, I mean, they're, they're a quarterback away that's not him. That's what I'm saying. The team itself, the team itself is destined to be good, but not with him is what I'm saying. So it's not like I'm talking about a coach. I'm talking about a player that I think is that definitely he's on the green of the 18th hole of his career. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's definitely done. Oh, man. Mark, guess what I just did? I just downloaded backyard football. (laughs) How'd you do it? Uh, So I downloaded Scum, whatever. Yeah, he just uploaded about 400,000 yeah. viruses. On LimeWire. <laughs> I am excited. That computer is going to yeah. be on fire. I know. Yeah, guess what? The FBI is on their yeah. way now, Kyle. Ding dong. Who's that? <laughs> so wait, so Kyle, do the Steelers have, like, cap space plans or, like, the draft? Like, what do you think What do you think they're going to do? Like, Kenny Pickett or uh, something or somebody like him? Or It's, it's honestly going to depend. Because, yeah, I mean, Rudolph and, like, those guys, they are not next in line. I mean, maybe for a year. But okay. I mean, the quarterback well, draft isn't that great this year. Let me talk for a second. I'm just we kind of talked about this the I would be okay if the Steelers decided, "Hey, we're going to try Rudolph for a year, draft and sign like offensive linemen and draft their other needs, and if Rudolph can't with a full off season and full everything be the guy, then next year you draft a quarterback. If Kenny Pickett is gone, I don't want any other." I don't want any of those other quarterbacks. Well, because you would have what? Sorry, what what draft pick? Like the early twenties, probably. Because you'd be like they're the twenty one. They're twenty one. Well, yeah, I don't know what pick it. I usually don't pay pick attention. Pickett won't be so. there. He won't be there. No, no. Yeah, he'll be gone. You'd have, you'd have to trade up to like top twelve, probably. And and like people are gonna like fucking um try to trade up. Here, here's the thing, Kyle. I I don't fully disagree with what you said. Just some of the reasons. If Mason Rudolph starts next year, that's fine. But they're not going to try him out to be their long-term start. He, he's been there for years. He's had full camps and, and the whole thing. Um, He may just be the bridge. You know, it's a guy that's already been in the offense and the whole thing, which is, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I don't think that they're going to give Rudolph a, to be like, hey, this is your team now. I think he'll he'll be the bridge guy for a year. And and like you said, maybe draft the year after or do whatever. But I, I don't think they're handing the keys over to Mason Rudolph. They're bringing no. in Fitzmagic. Hey, bridge that gap. He's a good gap bridge, bridge gapper. So I'd be super stoked. Did you see him yesterday at the Bills game with no shirt on? <laughs> or Saturday, whenever it was? Yeah. Crazy. Can I give my toast real quick? Yes, I'm sorry. Sir? No, no, you have to be sorry. I'm the one that stepped away. <clears throat> All right, he's All right. not sorry. Uh, I, had, I think I had three of them. Uh, one of them was to Donna Kelsey. Yep. Um, Because that was cool. 
she went to the the Bucks Eagles game in Tampa Bay at one o'clock, and then made it to the Chiefs game at eight thirty to see her other son Travis. Uh-huh. Um. Also, I had another one that I said was my toast, and I forget what it was. Oh, um, to the the Bills, uh, like fitness and training staff for keeping a warm bucket of chicken broth on the sidelines. <laughs> that was so awesome. Good for them. And then my last one is, unless someone already took it, I'm not sure, but my last one is to uh, everybody's favorite Disney movie for taking place once again. Cool Runnings is confirmed for this year's Olympics as the Jamaican bobsled team qualified in the last spot for the Beijing Olympics. Nice. Well, I just got so scared you were gonna say they're making a sequel, and I was gonna be like, "No, <laughs> no, the, this the uh, Jamaica qualified for the bobsled Olympics." Nice. Kyle, sing the song. Some people don't believe we are the Jamaican bobsled team. No, I think it's some people don't Nobody believe you know all the words. That Jamaica has a bobsled team. Gave it his best shot. I know. What we need out of. I'd actually like to do a Kyle karaoke night. <laughs> That'd be fun. We just stand here or sit here for two and a half hours watching him just sing. Listen, he's a good singer. The songs he does know, he does a good job. Also, it would not be the first time we've done that. Could anybody name all four members of the Bob Sutton? No. Uh, uh, Sanka. Sanka. <laughs> that's oh, all. The that's driver. All John. John Candy. The dr- running down the mountain. The, dr- the driver was t- was Therese. The smaller Carlton looking dude yeah, Carlton. was Junior. The big guy was Ewell Brenner, and then Sanka. It's another thing we should we should do trivia night. I'd love it. We'd be we'd night. be okay at that. We should go to a bar and do bar trivia. We have never Not been good at trivia. We have never been good at trivia. trivia. I love bar trivia. We could try. We used to do it in, at, at Eastern. Riddler and I did. Hostess cupcake the Riddler. Uh, this when? Was, this thanks, was. Thanks for the invite. Remember yeah. we went to uh, Corleone's. Remember that. You kinda, you kinda uh, yeah, we we did that like once. Well, once more than none. You you did it with your 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 pal your other pals more. Yeah. Kyle, do you remember pal. being invited to that? Uh, only only never. Let me ask you: something. Would you drive up to Willamantic to participate That's in a two-hour trivia? Willamantic. Yes, we would. All right, I mean, well I'd then. I'd to pick you up. Yeah, but we were hanging out that weekend. Now you have yeah. to drive just to Willamantic <laughs> for a night. First of all, he didn't do just driving to Willamantic, all right? He drove past it. <laughs> he drove into Willamantic. That's what happens when you get Kyle on the navigation. <laughs> okay, what exit am I looking for? Um, that one. That, one. <laughs> that only happened like four times. That's four times <laughs> too many. <laughs> Oof, Dak. Or, or, wow, it's not Dak. That's Matt Stafford. Anyway, were there uh, more thoughts on uh, Big Ben? Yeah. He's done, man. That's it. But like, it, it was a magical like end of the season for him. Yes, I, I agree. It was. He should have just retired after their last home game. Just hang it up. Well, also the offensive coordinator was trash, but. The whole thing was weird because, I mean, presumably, like, what was the chance of them making the playoffs? It was, what, 8% or something? At that point, it, we kind of thought it was it was over. 
You know, the, that, that game in Baltimore was like, all right, here's your NFL farewell, and that's it. Did uh, but, did you stay up for that Chargers game? I did. I did not because I didn't really care that much. I was just like, eh, well, a real fan. I wasn't a fan of either three teams, so I didn't care. It was too late. Midnight, and then the national championship was late. It was just it was a long two days. It's hard getting older. It is. Yeah. It's tough. At that stamina. Cares about the national championship game. Oh, nobody. I think actually, nobody watches. I don't think. No, nah, we're not. We're not college football guys. Really? Nah. Listen, it's, it's cool, but it's not our job. Not, not, not for me. You know. I mean, we do the draft, but like that's about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody else have something they want to talk about? There was some stand-up com- comedy or comedian one time that said something about I made a joke and I'm gonna butcher it now because I can't remember the exact line. But it just made me think about it with college football because he was like, um, they let uh, like the college sports didn't get more exciting until they let black athletes in, says me and a small percentage of Southern uh, college football fans. Yeah, I think I've heard that one before, but I forgot who said it. Fucking Barry Sanders. Yeah, I can't remember who said it. I don't think it was Barry Sanders. I tell you, if you want to know someone that has gone completely off the rails, Antonio Brown? Yes. Herschel Walker. <laughs> really? What's he up to? That guy has lost his mind. Why? Wow, what are well, you doing? So he, he's like running for, um, I don't know if it's Senate or Congress or something in like Georgia, but he has gone like full, like super far right wing. <laughs> nice. Oh, some of the stuff's just gold. I'm telling you, when you get a minute, just check it out. When he, <laughs> Trot over he, was at, he was at some rally the other day saying that, like, there's some underground, like, cure for COVID. And um, I, Wait, I was reading that work. I was like, man, this guy, he uh, got some problems. He, he's got some head trauma. We should probably go ahead and get some Vote Walker merchandise, wear it around. <laughs> I'd like a pin. <laughs> Listen, I know where you can get as many pins as you want. Connoisseur media? No, no, sh- don't say it out loud. Oh, you want to know? I actually, I just got rid of all my shirts. Did you? Yeah. What the hell How am I going to do with those? those? Rags. Those are going to be worth a lot someday. Yeah, you could be, you know, washing your car in the summertime. Like, man, remember when I used to work for that radio station? <laughs> Think of all the fond <laughs> memories you just threw out. I got fired. <laughs> or you could have. I, I don't. I don't recall fond memories. Listen, you could have returned those shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the budget's low. <laughs> uh, I had something. Just, uh, I was reading this thing, and I thought it was somewhat interesting. And So I'm going to preface this by saying that don't, don't say that they just couldn't do it logistically because it seems like all these professional sports teams and organizations are prepared to just do whatever they want. So we've noticed recently that football is looking like they're like, hey, we'll we'll play a game on almost you know any night just because we can, and it seems to be trending that way more and more. But the success of football being on TV is just kind of being it was expected. You know, the, the game's on Sunday all day, and a game on Monday, and it always netted good ratings because of that. Hey, this is where it's always slotted in. Mm-hmm. There, were, the, the the topic brought up was a sport like basketball. Would ratings be better than what they already are is if it was a preset 
hey, the games are always Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you just knew, hey, well, I'm watching the Thursday night game, blah, 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 blah. So for, forget, you know, player health, forget, you know, travel and all that. Just, just if it could be done, what do you, what are your guys' thoughts? I think Listen, logistically, the... it just doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're taking it, if you're putting it in logistics, yes. But I mean, if I'm thinking a vacuum of, of what Kendall said is, I think what goes back to a lot of these sports is that there's the season is just too long. It, it's it's a sense of urgency. It's where it's like, oh, if you miss the Laker game Tuesday night, it's like, oh, I'll just catch them Thursday and then Saturday and then next Thursday. And then it's like, whereas football, like, you know, it's a finite amount and it's like not that long. I think that's always going to be the difference with, you know, I was, I was listening to a sports podcast the other day and a guy who used to be a baseball executive was saying, if you made baseball 16 16- games of the year and made every game as important as football people would care more and i i still disagreed with that i think it's the sport itself but i think having it just be 16 weeks or now 17 weeks and then just a few playoffs i think it'll always dominate because each game basically has stakes attached to it whereas yes at the end of a baseball season should you have won more games in may than you did yeah but you don't think about it that way you're like ah whatever we lost a couple games but we can make it up or it's like i think that's what it comes down to too so that's why we watch it more but yes it, it being saturated on one day of Sunday, I think that is the more important part of it. Now, I, I will preface this because I know uh, Paul might want to jump in and Kyle. I will preface this as well because I think, you know, th- these two, and, and you two, uh, don't drop the mic, you do make a concerted effort to watch games. Mm-hmm. Um, you, mean not, you mean non-football games? It, like baseball basketball games. Basketball, D- yeah. Depending on whatever night, just, hey, this is a team I root for. They're on a, a Tuesday night at 7. Yeah. I'm going to watch them because that, that's, my, that's my team and I enjoy the sport. So that that is not a great example for you because like, if you're a fan, yes, you're just going to make the time. Yeah. Um, but I was just curious, like, as would would it be more convenient for you if you knew that, oh, oh Friday night at any time between yeah. 8 and 10.30, I know I'm going to be turning on my team. I think part of that, too, is real quick before anyone else comes in is, like, I quote-unquote root for the Clippers – but they're on at 10.30 at night. I'm asleep by then. It's like, I'm not going to go and search it out. Whereas, like, and also, too, it comes down to access. Like, now I have my own apartment. I don't have cable. Like, I don't I don't watch. I don't have really ESPN or ABC or TNT. So, like, I, for football, is I go to a bar or something. Or I go to a friend's house and we watch it there. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, if I turn, if I was doing nothing at night and I could pop on my TV and have cable and have TNT, the Lakers, you know, Spurs game on, I'll watch it. But, like, I don't care enough i love basketball i love baseball but it's for me it's also access too i'm not gonna go sit at a bar and watch a basketball or baseball game unless it's like a final four or something like that mm-hmm. or you just get like you know all the sports stuff what'd you say like why would you go to a bar to like watch you asking me specifically yeah, I do it for football because we go and we watch it. Well, I watch it with some friends, but we hang out there. But that's the only sport I watch at a bar, really. I think going. To, I think going to watch sports in public is like the worst thing you could do. Not like like I'm not like not judging the people that do it. I just like I just think it's such an unenjoyable experience. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I don't. I I think it's more about the people that you can be with. But you can be with those people in my house. I know. So yeah, I mean, like like aforementioned, logistically it would be next to impossible, and um, you know I I don't know without doing like you know math, 
what it would impact, you know, all, all the teams if they played, we'll say, three out of four games during that, that weekend, then they're off for X amount of days and do another three to four, and not, and not the same order. How, if, if it would stretch the same length of the season that it normally does, or what, I don't know exactly how it would play out. Um, so I accidentally dropped the call. Are you basically like pitching like, hey, like this team, this NBA team always plays Tuesdays and Fridays? So it would be as if like the majority of NBA games were played on certain nights. Right. So it's like it's it's always like a, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing to to some. Oh, so they approach it like the NFL. It, it, exactly. Um, it would be terrible for the product because it's because it's you know I mean I know it's not. Other than hockey, there's no sport as physically demanding as football in terms of like punishment on the body, both like self-inflicted and external. But in the NBA, the MLB, like you know, MLB athletes they benefit from like absolute minimal bursts of energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all. I mean, you guys all played baseball growing up. I'm sure if you were a fielder, other than like first base, I'm sure you played a game where you, the ball was just not hit to you. Yep, all the time. Like you oh, had a game where right the field. ball just, huh? Nothing. Go ahead. Say, like, Especially just, when like, I face my K. Just go ahead, Paul. Saying, but there's like, there's games like you know, like you, you know, I've watched baseball games on TV, like the White Sox games, where like the left fielder doesn't see the ball once the whole. You know what I mean, but like for basketball and hockey, you you would be forced to see people taking days off because you, you would have back to back to backs every week. Well, I think Kendall also prefaced it with if we took that logistics out of it, like if you just made if they let's just say in an ideal world they found a way to make it work where alternating every other days and stuff like that. I think he's more talking about in a vacuum if you saturated a couple days that were delegated to just basketball or baseball would the product improve kind of like football where, you know, one o'clock on Sunday, kick off eight games at one, three, three games at four, you know, you have the night game. It's a, it's a setup punchline for what you have every Sunday. Whereas basketball is kind of like, Oh, I forgot the Clippers are on tonight. It's a random Wednesday night. I forgot the Lakers like kind of like you kind of just forget. And, but I, I kind of touched on it earlier, so I'm not going to repeat it, but that's kind of where I think it just comes to timing and accessibility in terms of how you want to wa- when you want to watch the games. Well, I think that's kind of the allure mm-hmm. of the sports. Yeah, I mean baseball. Baseball does have a set saturated amount of days. It's every day between April and September. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean that's that's its saturated time frame, right? Yeah. Every single every single day, with the exception of like maybe one, what the day the day after opening day, nobody plays. Yeah, um, like a couple days after the All Star game. That's about it. But I don't think it would. No, I don't think it would help the product. Yeah, I mean, there's always the debate of how to fix baseball, how to fix, you know, how to fix any sport, and everyone has different opinions, but... You don't need to fix baseball. No, I know, but we also can't lie and say it's not the younger brother to football and college football and even the NBA sometimes. I mean, I love baseball just as much as anybody else, but it's not... I I watch Yankee games a lot, and I listen to them, but I certainly don't go out of my way to watch White Sox-Indians. But the thing with... The thing with baseball, though, is it's, it's the complete opposite. It has, for the same positive reasons, it has the complete opposite effect of football. Football, it's like, okay, they're only playing 17 games, yeah. so I have to watch this game. Whereas with baseball, it's like, okay, they play 162 games. Yeah. So, like, if the, if the White Sox are playing the Athletics this week, you know, 
it's not that big of a deal if I miss three, these three games because I know they're playing the next six days as well. Correct. And you know that they'll probably so, play the Athletics in a couple months too, whereas I know the Broncos will only play the Cowboys once and I want to see that matchup. So there's, there's it seems like there's more stakes, and I touched on it earlier too, that it just seems like there's more urgency in a football season. That's why they make it seem more important. I, well, I, remember, I mean, football Sunday, it, it's also like a weekly event. You know what I mean? Like, other other sports don't have that. I think that's something that that's more attractive for the NFL is that you know game game day Sundays people are making like plans. You know, like yeah, whether you go somewhere and watch three games or you go to someone's like you don't you don't have that so much with the other sports because there's just so many there, there's no that schedule with that. Well, that's what Kendall was uh, saying. He was saying that's what he right. wants to, it, it, if they created a schedule like that. And there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just I'm creating a, 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 what your guys' thoughts were. Like, because of that rituality of football, like, and it is tough. Basketball, it, it's tough. Because for everything Paula mentioned, everything that Mike K mentioned, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. But if there were a way to do it, would you guys be in on it? Or do you just, you know, and we're taking it. It would be bad for the product because the reason for it is that Football is this thing where just people just want to watch football to mm-hmm. watch it. If it's, Embedding if it's Tuesday, you know, if, if it's if it's Sunday and the if the Steelers are playing on Monday, are you watching football on Sunday? Yes. Kendall. Yeah, of course. Okay. If if the NBA is playing games Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, if the Knicks aren't playing on Tuesday, are you watching basketball? Uh, see, I mean, I, I would, but, but it's not a great example. No, you wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. You don't watch the Knicks. <laughs> but I enjoy basketball. I could throw on a random game and still the, enjoy the, it. The point is, is that the NFL, like Mark said, it's, it's a weekly event type thing where it's people just, it's only and, on once that people want to sit down and watch it. And um, it also happens on the day where most people have off from work and life. It's usually their rest day, whereas Thursday nights. Yeah, if I happen to be home, but like most of the times during most of the year, I'm either coaching, refing, doing radio shit, working late, other shit. So it's like, it's not really, I'm not going, I'm not like shit. I'm not checking the scores. Like who's winning the Bulls Pacers game? Like, you know, I don't really care that much for football. Like if I'm like Thursday night games on, I'm like, oh, check. How's my fantasy team doing? But I, fantasy has definitely helped sports. That's like, it. That's exactly, that's it, the It's going to be. That's why it works for football is because of fantasy football. That's betting it. and fantasy is what always keep the game. Reason. Nice. No, it has nothing to do with betting. It's well, just fantasy football. Yeah, that whole umbrella, but you know what I mean. No, it has nothing to do with betting. It's just fantasy football because you can bet on basketball all day. No, I know. You can, I do, know. Par- you can do parlays over days. The thing is, the other fantasy sports aren't big enough. Yeah. And so if the other fantasy sports got bigger, you would see more lump- more days of lump games. So what the NBA does instead is the NFL takes advantage of having one whole day. All these other sports have multiple days of TV deals, but if it came down to it, if it's Tuesday night and okay, it's NBA night, all the NBA games are on tonight, and it's like this is the Tuesday this month that the Knicks aren't playing until the playoffs. If I'm a Knicks fan, I pretty much don't give a shit about the other teams. Yeah. So I'm not gonna watch. I mean, that's how it is. How I am with with basketball and baseball too. I love the playoffs or basketball. I'll watch almost every series, but that's because it's on. Usually at a, the, the normal time, it's on like eight o'clock or like the finals. I'll like I'll watch that. But like regular season, it's a combination of my time during the week, just the amount of games that there are. Just it just doesn't work for me. And and like even with fantasy, we did a fantasy league last year. 
you know, most of us check out a week into the season. We're like, oh, shit, I forgot to set my lineup. It's like it does come down to fantasy, too. And also it's just for most people, football is just their favorite sport to watch if you're a sports fan for the most part. But fantasy does help. But it also being on that Sunday, concentrated time, 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 8.30, you know it's on. You got fantasy. You got all this shit going on. It's a camaraderie thing, like Mox said. So that that'll always win. Yeah. No, it's interesting. It's, it's it's more it's more based on the, the general population cares about football than they care about other sports. The football football is weighed as like you know a god, and the rest are you mm-hmm. know just kind of regular everyday events. It's like going to work. Who cares? I mean, we're all you know. Like, I think it's fair to say that like if if Mark if if Mark had to go to the grocery store. And it was a Sunday, and the Giants are playing at one. You know, Mock is going to make the time to go to the grocery store at nine o'clock, so that he doesn't have to miss any of the game. Whereas, you know, like me, if the Bears aren't playing, I don't care. I don't watch. I really don't, unless I'm with people. I don't really watch football, but I'll do that to make sure I can watch the Bulls. Yeah, and that just comes down to personal preference for the person, but yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of curious. I think I think we've kind of we covered all the the avenues of this one. Just just interesting. I, I kind of saw in passing, and I was just kind of curious because I know you guys, especially, and we we touched on it. Fans of the team, you're going to make the time to watch those. You know, yeah. Bulls. You know, Sixers. You know, so just a uh, just some food for your thought. Love a good food for thought. Uh, anybody else got anything that uh, on their mind? <laughs> I mean, I kind of talked about it with Kendall before we went on, but I mean that that Cowboys game was definitely interesting. But <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I I, th- I was reading all the comments on you know, did you see what Dak said about the fans throwing trash? He said something like, like "I good applaud for them" yeah, or something. Yeah, but I mean, yes, I understand in the moment. I get it, but I was watching the game with a Cowboys fan, and of course he screamed, "What's the ref doing?" And I'm just like. Dude, it happens on every play. The the ref has to touch the ball. It just it just happens. I mean, I when I ref basketball, I get these high school kids who just want to inbound the ball when they want to go, and I'm like, no, 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 it's not a power thing. It's it's literally just the rule. You just have to do it, and it sucks. And it, you know, even if I was a Broncos fan and that happened to me, I'd be like, fucking suck. But it's just I just don't know why you're running that play. But yeah. I mean, that's what everyone's kind of saying. We, but. we talked about it in kind of great depth in our our group chat this afternoon, and. Uh, it just, it's just, it's very, very bizarre how it all kind of went down. And I think we're in agreement that you can't blame the ref. You know, no, it's, it's, it's not like no, the he ref got, was doing his job. Because they get in more trouble if they go, because then if the center snaps it without him touching it, they throw a touchdown, then Shanahan's flipping shit, and then those refs get in more trouble. So it just, it was just the, the, in a vacuum, you saw him bump into these 300 pound boulders of men trying to get through, and they do that on every play. You just don't notice it because it's not crunch time. It, I just don't understand why you run it, but, you know, everyone can Monday morning quarterback, but I just, everyone's blaming the ref, but. I've been, I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it more since we've been talking about it. And after watching it, I watched two videos of the final drive. I I don't hate the play call. Well, the sidelines were covered. Yeah. I don't know. It has nothing to do with it. It was, it was a designed quarterback run. There was nothing. Dak didn't even look at a receiver. No, I know. It was a, it was a designed run, and yeah, it caught everybody off guard. I mean, he ran for thirty yards. 
No, um, and, and I think it's a good run with, like Kendall and I were saying, with 20 seconds, 25 seconds. But with 14 seconds, you're running and you're taking off at least six or seven seconds on the clock. You have to expect your exhausted linemen to run up, no, everyone to be set, nothing to go wrong, well, no one to bobble it. If you're if you're doing here's a, if your excuse is your your linemen are exhausted, then you need new offensive linemen and new tr- strength and conditioning coaches. No, I know, but you if get you get what I'm excuse, saying. If your reason for if your reason for not running a play is because your offensive linemen aren't fast enough, then you need to figure out new offensive linemen. I think the play after watching it, really, I think the play was actually a great play because it caught them completely off guard and it bit off a humongous chunk of yards. And even with the time, I don't have a problem with it. Dak should have went down ten, like ten yards earlier. That's what. Because yes. if Dak went down ten yards, if Dak went down ten yards earlier, even with the referee situation, he has two seconds left on the clock when he touched when he touched the ball. No, and I and get like, that. And I, but I, what I was saying to Kendall before was before we went on was. I get that, all those factors, but you have to expect every person to do their job correctly at that moment. And maybe it should be that assumption that the ref's going to know where to go with the ball is. The linemen are going to run up. No one's going to be offsides. No one's going to fall start. But it was just too much to go wrong at that moment in that time. And Dak should have gone down, this sort of that. I don't know. It just was too too close for comfort. Okay, but the thing, though, is like to your point, other than the, other than the, the referee center situation – Everybody did their job. They ran that play, and the entire offense effectively got to the line of scrimmage with time on the clock. No, I know, but something like Dak, Dak has to go and give the ball to the ref. You see Larry Fitzgerald do it. He knows in a crunch time, you go and give the ball to that ref. Dak has to get up. Instead of giving it to a center, he has to know as a professional no, athlete, give it to the, the point, umpire. The point I'm making, I understand that, but the point I'm making is that you argued that, oh, you know, to run a play like that, you need to do it with more time because if something goes wrong and this and that, nothing. Like, if Dak slid five yards sooner, Correct. That play, that play is perfect. All right, so that then that is where it is imperfect, I guess. But that's what I'm saying is like, like there was said, just too many factors going on. Correctly. Everybody did their job correctly. All the offensive linemen were up the field in time. Everybody was set. There was no illegal motions, no false starts. It was just an unfortunate event. I don't, I don't hate the play at all. I think it was a great play. Oh, yeah, no, I don't play think call. it was a bad play call because of how they were defending the pass, but... I that that's I'm just I'll stop there as I just thought it was just not enough time for that play. I think you run that with 30 seconds, not 15 seconds. But I'm not a professional quarterback or coach, so I that's why I'm here and they're there. So yeah, well, I mean for for sure the Dallas fans are are forever gonna hate on every every aspect of this. I I, I think I think we said it all correctly. You know, I, I think we're kind of in agreement that yeah, it, it isn't it isn't a bad call. You know, it's it's unusual. You you don't always see something like that, so it does catch you kind of off guard. But was a clever play call, and yeah. just it, it didn't pan out like expected. And it's, it's unfortunate that's how the game end, ended, and it's, it's crappy. But you know, is what it is. It, it, it's a thing, and I think Paul said it is. Dak stands up, should hand that ball directly to the referee. I said that, yeah, or whoever. Right, I mean, yeah, you know, because yeah. we we kind of saw it earlier in the season when when Claypool did it. Where yeah. you know they they were celebrating the little first down line and knocked it away. The ball, yeah, and then it gets knocked. You know, and it, it's it's got to be a thing where you just hand it directly to the referee. And that's not something they need know, to be like, oh, I didn't know I had to do that. Like you're you've been in the league four or five years, you know that. And like we can criticize anybody on those kinds of plays. And that's what I'm saying is that is you make one little mental gap, and then all of a sudden one second goes down too much, and your season's over. So you just I don't know. I understand everything you're saying, Paul. I just that would be my only. 
note on it. It's just you had to make sure everything went went right and everyone was doing their job correctly, which they did, but just one little mental gap of give that ball to the ref, get it set up, snap it, spike it, and then you have one play left. But, yeah. They probably wouldn't have got that play anyway, so who cares? You mean like you're saying they would have not thrown a touchdown? Correct. Yeah. I don't know, but it would have been cool to see because that game was like fucking blue balls at the end. It was like, oh my god, just ended already. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good game. It was a good football game. Good playoff football game. But it was really the only good one of the day. Yeah, Bucks one obviously was predictable. I thought a little bit, and uh, the Steelers game was good in the beginning. TJ Watt. Mm. Oh, you know, I was interested too in what your guys' thoughts were. Um, I can't remember who what crew it was. If it was if it was Aikman, um, yeah, it had to have been Aikman. So Fox was uh, the first NFC. The Fox, Fox, and then CBS, and then NBC. Yeah, they kept once the Bucks got a big. They kept harping on you should bench Brady. I was just curious what your guys' thoughts were. I mean Gronk maybe because you know Brady, he's so stubborn, he'll never want to go out. But Gronk, I mean, he is so valuable to what Tom Brady's able to do. And he's so, I don't know, I just, if you're up by that much, I know it ended up being a two-star game, but I don't know. I just think with someone so valuable and you're going to, you expect to make a Super Bowl push, might as well take the rest where you can get it. But I don't know. I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not a coach. I was just, because it's like, there's one thing when the commentators will say it once, but they said it five or six times. Like, oh, I can't believe Brady's still in this game. And I was like, well, I I, I get both sides. I was just, I was kind of interested what you guys thought. That's my thought on it. So anyone else can chime in. Fuck off, yo! Why? Who? Why would you risk? Why would you risk benching him? Risk benching him or playing him? Benching him. Who? Gronk or Brady? Any of them. Any starter. It's a playoff game. Anything can happen. Philadelphia all of a sudden goes on a two-three score run. Now you got to bring in Brady back in. And granted, yes, he's Tom Brady, but any such any starter, you bring him back in, and now he's cold. I Paul, I totally agree. Um, no, you don't. I was just curious because it's like, you know, it, 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 you can get hurt anytime. It's a, it's a, it's a Mark terrible texted, example. Mark texted, me, Mark texted me and said that you texted him and said you didn't agree. <laughs> it was in that same thread. Um, but right, like you can get hurt anytime. So you can't you can't play football the way like, oh, someone might get hurt. Uh, I was just like, you know, at, does there come a time like when you're up four scores and it's in 14 minutes in the fourth quarter that you do pull? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Actually, Paul, I'm curious your uh, your opinion on this. I, I, I mean, it's going to sound sarcastic because of how I speak, but I never talked about it. So, what was your opinion on the Derrick Rose injury when it happened? Uh, I didn't see it. Like when, like, because they were up by like what, like ten or fifteen with like a minute to go. But like, it was a playoff game, and like what you said is you never know. So like, I'm I'm not even being sarcastic. I'm genuinely asking you, like, if you're saying like keep your starters in because you never know what could happen or. That was well, just a freak accident. No, I mean, people like the the injury. If you're going to credit it to anything based off of like reports, it's going to be. It has nothing to do with how many minutes Derrick Rose was playing and what the score of the game was. It has everything to do with that. Tom Thibodeau has a record for overworking yeah. guys in practice and whatever. But like, my thing is, is in the NBA. If, if you're going to sit guys in the fourth quarter, you better be up by 30 points in the playoffs. No, I, 30 I, I points. get that. Because, I mean, we all remember 
I mean, I, I remember a game that Kyle remembers very fondly where there was a minute and 42 seconds left and the Spurs were up 20 or twenty points and they thought they were good. Steve? Steve? Jason McGrady dropped fucking 35 points in six seconds. Classic. I don't know. Kyle's to say classic. In my opinion, you don't bet. You know, if I'm a head coach, I don't bench my starters in any situation. You play the game. You come out and you play. Mark, any thoughts? Anybody, I'm sorry, Paul. Anybody can get hurt. I mean, I, I, I see kind of both sides, but I, I do kind of lean more towards Paul because the playoffs to me, if that was a regular season game, I think Brady comes out. Um, especially, you know, especially if it's like the end of the year or whatever. But play, playoffs are a whole different animal, especially in football. I mean, it's oh, nice. it's one game. Any team can beat any team on any given Sunday. Or, um, or Saturday. But I, I think you got to roll with the starters throughout every playoff. Hey, are we getting a little bit of uh, somebody's, somebody's TV or, or, or game? Sounds like a PlayStation. It's kind of loading. Well, there was some fucking TV very loud, but so. I have a topic we're talking about. Okie dokie. Fire away. So I sat down today with a piece of paper and a pen, and I wrote down a list of every Cowboys fan that I know. (laughs) And I came up with 32 people. Wow. It's their year, baby. It's their year. Of the 32 people, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion that I'm about to put out there. So I'm going to take a nice spin on it. Of the 32 people, there are two people that are an exception to this, and their names are Ed and Brian Jankowski. Of the rest of them, I have decided amongst myself that non-Cowboys fans, their opinions of Cowboys fans are far more annoying than Cowboys fans have ever have been. I mean, every, I every, 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 every single time, the cow, anytime the Cowboys are brought up, it's like, Oh, just checking in to see if y'all still dumb boys. Oh, it's our year. I have never seen a raging Cowboys fan lose their shit in a, in a, during a game. And I, I know a bunch of them, and I've seen a lot of Cowboys fans over the years. And, and yes, of course, there are the annoying, but for every, every you know, nobody knows this name that I'm saying except for us here, but for every Ed Jankowski fan, there's a Christian Jankowski Giants fan. So it's like, it's, the Cowboys aren't the only team that has these like, ridiculously annoying fans. And I just, I don't know, I feel like we've reached a point now, especially with social media, where like the hatred of Cowboys fans is has far surpassed the annoyance of Cowboys fans. All right. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I mean, you think of all the, like, and you mentioned social media. Think of how many, like, like we'll call it meme sports accounts there are. And without a doubt, there, there's a, a post. We'll call it every week. Why not every week? That like a, a bashing uh, of the Cowboys or, or any any you know team of that caliber. You know, we'll lump in the Yankees, Lakers, all that. You know, just. I mean, part of it could be is you, we we weren't old enough to remember how maybe they they were back in the '90s when you know. But it's kind of like Patriots fans, where it's just like. 
you know, because they were so dominant, and then it's just like now a lot of those fans that I'm talking about, like you know that that you probably saying are annoying. Some of them that I know are like in like their 30s and 40s, who were like teenagers in the 90s, so they were like, oh, weed and boys and shit like that. Whereas like Cowboys fans I know now that are our age aren't like that because they had the Tony Romo days and they were always disappointed. So I get it, and yes, I mean I have Eagles fans that are annoying. I have you know every fan base to be annoying, but I do know a couple Cowboys fans in their 30s, 40s, and 50s who are very annoying about it. But like you said, that's true with most fans so i think it's because people just hated the cowboys in the 90s and you know they were just so annoying because they were so flashy and all them and so i don't know i think they because they took on that us versus them and us versus everybody mentality back then so i think that kind of just they're still trying to live off of that maybe but yeah i mean i don't i don't find most cowboy fans annoying but i do know a couple but a lot of it too i think stems to where you know the cowboys are regarded as america's team you know, so if you're not a Cowboys fan, like you know, like none of us are Cowboys fans. So, you know, hearing America's team, I'm kind of like, well, I don't agree with that. You know, like it is what it is. It's the same reason why, I mean, how many teams, if you're not a Yankees fan, you don't like the Yankees. You know, like and you, you root against them and their fan base. Like it, it just comes with who you support. And usually the fans that get that fall in a category are the ones that have had dynasty championships, Yankees, Lakers, Patriots. They're the ones that everyone finds annoying because they're one, jealous, and two, the fans were cocky about it because they were fucking good. So, yeah, I it's mean, point, if. Point, point, one is, point one is where it starts and ends. What'd you, point, what'd every, you say? Your first point is where it starts and where it ends because every fan base has cocky, annoying fans. I know. I know fucking. I know somebody that's a fan of the Browns that thinks every year they're going to be a fucking force to be reckoned with and doesn't shut his goddamn mouth. <laughs> I know a fucking. I know a 49ers fan that thinks that they're fucking walking on water every year since 2004. It's every every fan base is like that. It's it's exact. It's it's point one and point one only. It's jealousy. It's oh, my team sucks, but they keep winning. So I'm gonna. They're, they're the worst. That that's just it. They're the worst. They're the worst because I'm not them. That's what it is. That's what happened with everybody. Look at Lakers fans. All the Lakers fans thought that way of the Warriors after the Warriors started winning. Oh man, people are paying attention to them now. They're the worst bandwagoners ever. <laughs> that's what it is. It's just jealousy. It comes off of jealousy. It has nothing to do with the actual annoyance of fans because every fan base is terrible. Every fan base is terrible. There is not one respectable fan base in any of any sport in the America. There's just not. I know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The Winnipeg Jets might have good fans. They don't. They lost that credibility when Fireman Ed sold his season tickets. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. They do not have good fans. Just to buy it back. I have one, one thing I want to talk about. What do you got? And it was something that we brought up earlier. You know who the, the, oh, sorry, the you, know who, you know who probably are the best fans of all time across all sports? The fans of the Browns the season before they got moved to Baltimore. Because <laughs> they were still bad, and they were still like, man, I, I just really want them. I want them to stay. Shout out OG Browns fans. <laughs> Oh, what do you got? So, the good old Jimmy Garoppolo debate. No, Kyle, we're not doing this. Why? Because we already did it. Yeah, but the best debate to have. You want to have a math debate? <laughs> Alright, then we won't do it. Is the debate... Uh, should I just let it go? Go, go ahead, Kyle. 
I think a lot of people think he's overrated. A lot of people think he should be traded. <clears throat> I think the 49ers are stupid to draft Trey Lance and get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. So, real quick, I'm going to preface this. Um, early in the day, we were talking about this in our group chat, and you know, we, we kind of touched on a few things. So, Kyle, you kind of brought up your point, and then Mark had another point, just so the listeners have some, some basis of what we're talking about. So, ahead, <laughs> I didn't understand Kendall for a second. I, what is the I, I debate the you want Jimmy to Garoppolo have? Thing, <clears throat> I think the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing is a combination of what was and has now formed into the Baker Mayfield argument we were having with it. It's, I don't think it has anything to do with Jim. I don't think anybody really thinks Jimmy Garoppolo is overrated anymore. I really don't. Because how long ago did that trade happen? Three years ago? Four? Uh-huh. Four years ago, maybe. Okay. However long ago it happened. When Jimmy Garoppolo was traded over, he was the second coming of Jesus Christ. And the world expected the 49ers to be the next, like, kings of the NFL because they got Jimmy Garoppolo. And the hype was not lived up to. He, did, he went out, they, he, he, took him to, he helped take him to a Super Bowl, and then he underperformed in the Super Bowl. And since then, he has, yes, he's won games, but not enough to consistently make the playoffs. And so, like, I, I think the overrated argument is now gone. I don't, I don't think, I think people, like, are still stuck on it because it's easy to be stuck on that. I think what it really boils down to is, I think now it's just, it's not that he's no longer. It's not that he's still considered overrated. Now I just think it's oh, Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't going to live up to the expectations that it's set for him. Because like, he's not overrated anymore. Because he's just rated. <laughs> well, it's just he's not overrated anymore because we have the expectations and they weren't met. You know, it's like you, know, you say somebody's overrated when there's expectations are through the roof and they're not meeting them. Like, I don't think anybody has expectations for Jimmy Garoppolo to go out and throw 3,500 yards and 40 touchdowns this season. Well, yeah, I mean, that's where the word overrated is just kind of like, that's what you're focusing on, where it's like, no, he's not overrated because nobody's really saying he's, like, great. And you look at his numbers, you're like, nah, he's really overrated. It's like no one's really rating him that high. So he's just now kind I of... It's, now I think it's just it's just a matter of, like, people, like, people are so hung up on it. And so it's like, okay, like, he, he's just, he's not, he didn't live up to the hype. And he shows flashes where he could live up to the hype, but then he also shows flashes where he's absolute garbage. So it's like, we're, I, I, so I, is I that, think the word overrated is just not, I don't think overrated is the right word. Well, that's not, I don't think that's the right debate either. I think it's more like, is, should Jimmy G be the guy for the Niners going forward? Because they have Lance, but Lance, you know, that is a different story, but I think that's kind of what the debate should be is, is this the guy you want moving forward for a team with such a great defense as the Niners who are like the Steelers, a great quarter, a decently good quarterback away from really making an impact in the playoffs. Not that they aren't because I would say won yesterday, but I mean, I just, I wouldn't be surprised if they win this week, but I also, you know, they, their, their offense is great with Debo and those guys and Tittle. But I think if you get a really good quarterback like a Russell Wilson or something, which they're not going to, but if you get somebody like him, then they're automatically like a contender. Man, real quick, could you imagine Chris Massey if, if Russell, Russell Wilson went to the 49ers? But Jimmy Garoppolo can get them to the. Can you imagine me if what happened? Oh, Massey, you joined oh, the perfect time. If uh, who would be the what would be the worst thing for the Niners to get a quarterback and you kill yourself? <laughs> we were thinking of Russell Wilson joined the 49ers next oh. year. Aaron Rodgers. I <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Nah, I got one better. Matt Stafford. Kurt Warner. <laughs> Ooh, burn him back. Kurt Warner comes out of retirement, leaves the 49ers to the Super Bowl. I just see it. He's like, watching my movie fueled yeah. me to come back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Did anybody see that movie? No, I haven't nope. seen it yet. No. <laughs> I have not. What, Shazam 2? Yes. <laughs> my, my thing, my thing with Jimmy Garoppolo is, Jimmy Garoppolo falls into a certain category, which is like the elite asterisk. He's an, an elite asterisk quarterback. That's his, that's his ceiling, is elite asterisk quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is no longer ever going to get to the point of not not even like I'm not even going to put like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and like not even that, but he's never going to get to like Russell Wilson's level. He's never going to get to like those quarterbacks' levels. He's just not going to get there. It's not happening in his career. It, he's too much time has passed. But what Jimmy Garoppolo can be is Jimmy Garoppolo can be a severe aid in getting you to a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo is today's version of Joe Flacco. You need to put the pieces around him. He doesn't need help. He just needs the right pieces. You have to, he doesn't, he doesn't need number. He doesn't, he doesn't need pro bowl wide receivers. I don't think like Garoppolo has talent, whether or not he can reach that talent ceiling is a different question. That's not what I'm debating. He has the talent though. We've seen it to be an elite asterisk quarterback. But you have to find the receivers that fit his game perfectly. And then from there, he can take you to a Super Bowl, just like what Joe Flacco did. And then they took all the pieces away from Joe Flacco, and we saw it. Joe Flacco, because Jimmy Garoppolo isn't a game manager because he makes too many mistakes to be a game manager. The definition of a game manager is someone who doesn't give the ball to the other team. So... Jimmy Garoppolo can take the chances just like Joe Flacco used to. Joe Flacco throws interceptions. He'd make dumb mistakes, but he'd also air the ball out. He could use his legs from time to time. He finds a way to win. And it's, it's, but it's not that he finds a way to win. It's that he finds you have, to, you have to put the team around him that gives him the opportunity to find a way to win. Because Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm sorry, but, you know, Kyle, I, I mean, I don't think he's a terrible quarterback, but, like, I don't think you can put Jimmy Garoppolo on any team and he, and he can bring them to 10 wins. Well, I think, Paul, to that, that point right there, and I, and I agree with what you're saying, I think he's very capable of running the 49ers offense. They're a team that wants to run the ball, and then they balance that out by play action, bootlegging, and all that. And, and he's proven now for as long as he's been a starter that he can run that offense, and it, it's been effective. So I, I don't think he should be you know discredited for what he does. I think... You know, to, I, I think you're saying it perfect. You know, you, you give him the, the, the pieces that you know, he <laughs> plays well with and he delivers results. I mean, until this <clears throat> until this year, the 49ers offense, when it, when it came to star power, was a joke. I mean, Debo Samuel always showed flashes of being great, but he couldn't stay on the field to save his life. And, I mean, Brandon Ayuk and, and these other guys, that they, with the exception of Kittle, but, like, their offensive star power has, has been a, a joke for the past two, three years. It, it, it's a, I don't know. Like I said, I, I do, I do like Paul how you worded it. Maybe, maybe overrated is not the right word. Um, to me, and, and we talked about, I, I, I think he's just 
an average quarterback that needs, you know, needs people around. And the Flacco comparison, I think, is very accurate. Um, I don't know. To me, like like you said, you can't just drop him on a team and they're a playoff team. I, I, I don't right. I don't think he he's that guy. No, right, um, exactly. Like it, it, we we saw it with Joe Flacco. They put the right pieces around Joe Flacco because there's some quarterbacks that can be elite when you give them the right pieces, and there's some quarterbacks where you can give them all the talent in the world and they're gonna suck shit. Look at Jared Goff. You know what I mean? Like it, it, there's some, there's some quarterbacks that just don't have it. That's NFC that Jared Goff you know? to you. What? It's NFC champion Jared Goff to you. I'm no, sorry. I think no, no. Actually, you know what? I think it's more fitting if we call him NFL Super Bowl runner-up. <laughs> Good enough. AFC finalist. <laughs> but it, it is funny that that you mentioned God, and it's only because I was looking at it today as we were talking about it. Um, if you compare Golf to Garoppolo, like the per game averages, Golf blows him out of the water. Yeah. Just you're just talking uh, passing statistics. Just yeah, just stats wise, he he averages. Um, well, for the longest time, golf just threw forty times a game. He's a quarterback. Yeah, I know. How dare he? But, <laughs> yeah, but most quarterbacks don't throw forty times a game. The Rams were like refused to run the ball like a couple years ago. Even with the head talk early. That's not true. I don't say I don't. I don't remember them not running the ball when Gurley was there. No, yeah, like when, like when he started having his knee Grant. problems. Well, they just hey, didn't I run think, it with Gurley. I think Lewis Riddick is my least favorite member of the NFL community. Why? I don't know. I just I hate everything about him. Yeah, he's about to be a GM somewhere. Yeah, I I, I don't uh, really like him as an analyst. Who are we talking about? I don't like him as that. Lewis I don't Ray. like him as anything. Uh, I especially don't like him when he becomes the Bears GM. <laughs> Mike Mayock got fired today. Oh, yeah. did he? Uh, yeah. You know what's going to happen now? I'm going to get Lewis Reddick, Reddick as a GM and Leslie Frazier as a coach. I love Leslie Frazier. Did you guys see what the Raiders coach did? Leslie Frazier can die in a hole. No. Did you guys see what the Raiders coach did? Yeah, he wrote. No. Uh, do you want to say it or do you want me to guess? I know. No, you did. can go ahead. I'm going to go He wrote all he, those uh, letters to each player individually, thanking them for a good season. Hey, listen, that's a toast of excellence right there. I actually was going to say that, but then I thought of the Travis Kelsey mother thing <coughs> at the last second. Hey, we can do a toast right now. Hey. To Rich Passaccio. Yep. Do you guys Good think he you. should be the coach of the Raiders next year? Yes. I think he should focus his energy on opening a grinder shop or something. Sometimes I'll tell you. The only is if they're going to get Harborough. If Harborough's going to be there, Who? we sign Harborough. Who? Big Jim. Harborough? I never realized Harborough. the Cardinals haven't won a championship in eight years. 1947. Wait, Mass, how do you say his last name? Uh, Biasca, I think. No, I was talking about Scarborough. The... <laughs> never mind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> never mind. He had a leaky tire over a second ago. I'll let it go. Never mind. Oof. Does anybody else just feel like this is Mike K on Kendall's show and we're just like getting made fun of both? I mean, he said Harborough. I mean. Oh. Hey, listen. Harbor. You guys still own a swamp fight, so just add that as a. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Harbaugh. All right, so how would you say his name? Harbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, his name is Jim. The correct, the correct way to say his name is Jim Long, list of quarterbacks for the Bears. <laughs> Harbaugh. His brother's better than he is anyways. At coaching. Ooh, That's what I'm saying. Johnny Harbs. I hate the Ravens, but he's one hell of a fucking coach. <laughs> wow. All right, let's open up. Let's open. We're not really going anywhere anytime soon. So let's let's open up this can at once. Who's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL? Everyone's opinion. Currently. Yep. <clears throat> Kyler Murray. Bingo. Uh, if you take Baker Mayfield out of the equation, yes. Fuck I don't think Baker Mayfield's overrated. I think he's just a disappointment at this point. Well, that's that's <clears throat> kind of what we had with the Jimmy G. I'm trying to decide what you're deciding on what's overrated in terms of like guys who the media and all the fans are like, oh, this guy's great, but you looked at his numbers <clears throat> or like this player, you're like, hey, it's really not that good. But like, obviously, you know, a guy like, you know, like you said, Baker Mayfield, I think this year he's not overrated in terms of he's not rated that high, therefore he can't be overrated. He's just... Oh, no, he's overrated. A dis- but, like, nobody this year is, like... Ba- I mean, it maybe at the beginning of the year when they almost Dude, beat they, the Chiefs. They and, thought they were going to, like, win the Super Bowl I mean, this I mean year. they had the talent. They just got injury-stricken and COVID-riddled, like, at the wrong time. And he times. couldn't complete a pass towards... I'm not day. saying that. I'm I saying mean, at the beginning of the season, they were pretty good, and then they, then they started to shit the bed, and that's on him, too. But I don't know. I mean, their old line couldn't get healthy. I mean, he's not great, but I mean, his best target was what? Jarvis Donovan Peoples Jones, maybe. Yeah, Donovan. I mean, like, I, I well, don't you know. He had o- he had Odell. Who I know. Is showing that uh, Baker Mayfield is more of a problem than Odell was. Yeah, but that also helps when you have Cooper Cup and better offensive steam. But it opens it up for you. But I understand. But but they they did try to force it to him, and I think that part of it was play calling too. But. I think, yeah, no, I don't. I'm not a Baker guy. I don't really care for him that much either. But I just don't think he's overrated. Cause I don't mean it in a way like saying that he's that he. I just think he's properly rated this year. Like he's just not that good. He's just he's he's probably top maybe twenty, but that's it. Maybe twenty on that list. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always tried to approach it objectively. I mean, obviously not not a Browns fan or, or caring at all of them, but um, it de- definitely has not lived up to expectations. And I, I will. This, this is this is I think two years removed now. But I, I will. You're more never, of a Browns fan than you are a Knicks fan. <laughs> I I will never let go when he blamed the fans for you know like being being too loud or, yeah, or whatever. I, I I I'm I'm barely even remembering it right now. But I, I just remember that being a thing. It's like, what are you doing, guy? Just yeah, play football. He does a lot of talking. Hey, but hey, Kyle, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is the microphone in your throat? He's like wheezing on it. Kind of. Could you move it away from your throat? He's a making bit? out with a microphone. Uh, I have a hot take for most overrated quarterback. Lay it on us. I mean, Russell Wilson. But but I thought. Could you give Deshaun us some examples? Watson. I thought. Go ahead. <clears throat> I won't count it out, man. Let's hear some evidence. So, Russell Wilson never led his team to the Super Bowl. He was carried by the Legion of Boom defense. The furthest I think that they've gotten since that defense has gone apart is to the divisional round. Um, Russell Wilson has completely fallen apart 
at points in the season. Uh, last well, year, Russell wasn't the same after the finger this year. I'm talking about last year, showed a lot. And yes, I agree, the finger definitely played into it some. He's played well over the last few games. Uh, but I don't think that Russell Wilson is the secret top three quarterback that everybody likes to pretend that he is. I, I think talent-wise, he's probably he's top ten, but top three, no, he's not top three. Definitely. What year did they win the Super Bowl? 2013, 2012 to 2013. No, 2013 to 2014 season. I think so. Yeah, because they played the Broncos, and I remember that. So, And then they made it to the one after that, 49, and that was 2015, and then they, that's when the, Malcolm Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the last time they were in the Super Bowl. I don't know. I, it, it, it's, it's I wouldn't mess. say he's overrated, but I do think he's regressed. So let me put it to you this way. When people say, oh, man, the person that nobody's talking about is Russell Wilson, of course, this, that, and the other. Nobody's talking about him because, oh, can't. Um, you know, there was a period of time where, you know, this was kind of what we'll call it the, the end of the Legion of Boom, but I thought, I thought Russell Wilson was playing pretty well. You know, remember, remember that, that, that period of time where it's like, let Russ cook and all that was yeah. kind of like dating back to last year, maybe the year even before that. And I thought he was playing pretty good f- football. You know, the offensive line was kind of a joke and he was running around crazy, making plays happen. I thought, I thought... He was as advertised there. I think this year definitely think, was a step back. I think Russell Wilson, I think Tyler got it, said it right. I think Russell Wilson has regressed. Um, I do think with the way that he's been playing. Um, Kyle, can you mute that TV? Or whoever that is. Sorry. The past two seasons, I can agree that I, I can agree with Max. I think that over the past two seasons, like from like a, where you would rank every quarterback in the NFL. I think that he, he would have been considered overrated because he would have been ranked sixth or seventh at the at the highest going into this season. Russell Wilson would have been. I think if we all sat down and made a list going into the season, who we think like are going to be the, the the top best performers at quarterback, I don't think any of us would have Russell Wilson outside of number six or seven. Um, so I can agree that he's he's overrated as of right now. Um, I do think that he's regressed, like Kyle said. I think, but I think Russell Wilson's biggest problem is I think now that that defense has collapsed, I think Pete Carroll's holding him back, and I don't, I don't think Pete Carroll's a good head coach anymore. I, I'm, Pete, I'm... Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll is the only Pete, Pete Carroll is the only corner, uh, coach I've ever seen besides Matt Nagy say in the pregame show we're going to run the ball and then go out and run the ball four times. I mean, I. I the amount of times I've watched the Seahawks game and seen Pete Carroll give up on the run game when they have 50 yards rushing in the first quarter is insane. And he does it. Like he, he, he wants Wilson to throw 42 times. He wants him because he knows when Russell Wilson scrambles outside the pocket, especially with a weapon like Tyler Lockett, you, you can get big plays. And you're pretty much almost going to get them. And it worked with Golden Tate, it worked with Doug Baldwin, and now it's working with Tyler Lockett. But the problem is, is that Russell Wilson isn't running to extend plays. He's running 
to not die. And I, I, th- I think Pete Carroll's holding it back. I don't think Pete Carroll's a good coach anymore. I really don't. I think I, Pete Carroll I, was carried by a good defense. I like that argument more than that he's regressing. Pretty much statistically his best season. So I, I don't buy into the regressing thing. I think that the team around him has gotten worse as a whole. I think the team – I mean, the offensive line needs huge improvements. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but like, the defense still has good pieces to it. It's a rebuilding defense, and, and you'd expect it to be after losing all those players. But, I mean, like, they still have two top – you know, arguably top 20 wide receivers, although DK Metcalf had a big regression this year. But, like, the, the running game situation when healthy is, is good. Um, Rashad Penny was have, insane. Thomas Rawls. And Chris Carson's a good back. They have solid tight ends. But from the, and the thing is, it's like the, the Seahawks, in order to be successful this year, needed to run their team exactly like Andy Reid and um, Mike McCarthy were running their teams, which is we're going to do the best we can defensively, hope for some big plays, and then we're just going to score on you every time. And the Seahawks, like, I just don't know what Pete Carroll was doing, but it wasn't that. I, I don't. I just. I don't. I don't, I don't buy into Pete Carroll anymore. I think it's time. I think it's time for the Seahawks to move on from him. I think. I, the, I, I think agree with this, that. I think if the Seahawks fired Pete Carroll after the season, I don't think Russell Wilson wants to explore options. That that could very well happen, and and I do think that Pete Carroll they're going to move on from him this offseason. And the Seahawks um, are terrible at <coughs> drafting. Sorry. Yeah, I, I could agree with a lot with what Paul said. You know, we always know the, the Seahawks. The Seahawks do all their damage in rounds eight through nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah oh, we, we need an offensive lineman. Let's take this guy that's supposed to be drafted in the fourth round linebacker. Yeah. Uh, does any or maybe Massey? You could just quickly look this up. Uh, what's left on Pete Carroll's deal? Um, I think it's up. Is it up? I I think so. Because it's like anything, you know, and you can kind of overstay your welcome. Pete Carroll is a super rah 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 guy, and and you know, I think you know he can control a locker room and, and he can be a leader. But sometimes oh. it, it just it get it gets old in a way, and you know, you can only give the same speech so many times. Well, yeah, to I mean, players. the the sh- the funny stuff is not funny when you're losing. It's like you lose the pizzazz when you're not right, and it's it, and not and not to be ageist or anything, but the guy is seventy whatever seven seventy one seventy. So he's seventy year he's seventy years old, and and I was wrong because last uh, during the twenty twenty season he signed a five year extension. So I mean, and Marty Schottenheimer ran in the same thing, you know, where it's like there has to become variety. You can't do the same thing over and over and expect you know. A different result, and I think it's kind of what they're running into now. I think you know, and what Paul's saying it could be beneficial for things. Just to hey, let's let's clean clean house, not not fully, but just let's let's get rid of you know the stuff that's not working anymore, and uh, and see what what Russ wants to do. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting off season for them. They made a lot of decisions, but I I certainly don't think Russ is the problem, but. Yeah, I mean, if they do get rid of of him, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get somebody that Russell will want. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, if they get rid of Pete Carroll, I'm saying. And I think this was the first year that I can remember that there was kind of some friction. Some, yeah, and, and noise. What I mean by that is, so Russell Wilson he, he gets hurt and and all that. So that 
and and it kind of going into the air, it surfaced that, you know, maybe he doesn't want to play there. And, you know, as soon as that becomes a thought in the, the media's head, they just feed well, into yeah, it. Feed it. And that's what, and then, and every sport, anytime a Seahawks game is on, whether it's a national broadcast game, you know, or, or just, you know, anytime you just watch it, at some point it's going to be mentioned. And it's just, I, I think in, what, what's the line in, in Letter Kenny? Uh, uh, Bad gas travels fast in a small town, whatever it is. It's it's kind of like that. Once 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 it gets into the, the locker room and all that, it's just it's a distraction. And I don't I don't care you're professional at it. Just it, it it's it's in your head. I agree. Yeah. <coughs> now stay in the overrated market. You think Lamar Jackson's overrated or not? No. Okay. I don't know. His his talent is is there. I mean, I don't know. I I don't think he's overrated. I I, I do think he does. He can make plays with his legs. He's got a good arm now. We were worried about his throwing at the beginning of his career, but I think that's kind of gone away. But I do think he's another guy that I think does need some good steaming and good help. I don't. I I think because that stuff in a year, couple of years from now is kind of like once his athletic ability kind of goes down, he's going to need to learn to adjust to that. But I think for right now, no, I I would put him top seven or eight in the league. I think, but I don't know. I'd have to make my list. I think Lamar Jackson has shown progression. In the beginning, I would have agreed with you, Kyle, and I I think I probably did on the show several times. But Lamar Jackson keeps continuing to impress with his arm. My thing is, I don't think he's a top. 10 quarterback. I think he's a top 10 athlete. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. Put, I, I mean, name name the 10 that would be above him. I'll have to look at it. I'm not going to wait to send him a spot. But I mean, I, mean, I mean, if you're just saying, are you saying that like based not on his stats? Or I mean, what are you basing that on? If I was going to base it off gut, I'll, I'll, I'll take the reins on this part, Kyle. For the, the 10 thing. If I, were, if I were to go off my gut, Mock, I would yeah. say Brady. Okay. Rodgers. Yeah. Mahomes. Uh-huh. Josh Allen. Okay. Um, I would – I personally would put Matt Stafford ahead of him. That's my opinion. I do think Matt Stafford is a really good quarterback. I think I okay. think that he has the, all that talent in the world. Um. If he could just stop underthrowing his receivers, can I get an amen message? Amen. Amen. Um, I I would put Russell Wilson in that category. Um, like you know, if we're going off like you know, like being a fully healthy quarterback. Yep. Are you counting Watson? And then, and then after that is probably where I would start struggling and like start like being like, okay, is this person like I would start getting nitpicky. So Lamar Jackson for me would probably be between seven and nine. That's what I mean. So you named six, so be, he'd be between ten and you know seven and ten. Yeah, and, yeah. you know that's if you really saying. write, it. he's but at the that, back end of top ten. And and that's what I'm. That's the point I'm making is that I I definitely think he's within the top ten. Um, you know where he lands is going to be different for every person, but I I think for sure he's a top ten quarterback. And, and we already said I I think he's getting better. I mean he's getting better passing the ball. Um. You know, and I, I do think that he needs a true number one receiver. Hollywood Brown is, is good, but I think he needs that true number one. 
Um, and, and he was without their starting running back this year. Starting running back, second starting running back, and third starting running back. Yeah, that's true. They all went down. Well, they had the well, third starting running back, but they cut him. And, and here's the thing: if Lamar Jackson's healthy and plays the whole season, I don't. I, the Ravens, we're, we were watching the Ravens this weekend. Say yeah, it again, Paul. I, you you kind of got quiet when you said that. I'm sorry. If if Lamar Jackson was healthy all season, we were watching the Ravens play the Chiefs this weekend. Oh, I I, yeah, I agree with that. If Lamar Jackson. Guys... If, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was just repeating myself. Do you think Taylor Huntley earned himself a starting job next year? I think, I think he, he earned. Him, I think he earned himself the right to compete for a starting job. Yeah, yeah. You I don't think. Any, I don't think. I don't think any backup quarterback that comes in and has a few good games deserves to be named a starter anyway. Jimmy G. I think if I think if I'm the Giants, hey, I hey, bring in hey. Huntley. <laughs> if I'm if I'm the Giants, I bring in Huntley and Minshew. I, and just so, say, and say, hey, Daniel Jones, fucking figure it out. Yeah, I I wanted him to do that last year with Cam Newton. To be honest with you guys, when when Cam got cut, I, I was hoping the Giants would sign him to put a player behind Jones and say, hey, if you suck, there's someone behind you that can play. Near the mirror. Right. Everybody that they put behind Daniel Jones is like, hey, he's here in case you get hurt, not in case yeah. you're terrible. Really, really, you think about was Mike Glennon ever a threat to st- take the starting job? Yes. No. He, well, he, he was in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn. It, it's just, I, I, the Giants have been very frustrating. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, sure than the Cardinals fans are right now. Yeah, this is that, just, oh, that's terrible. Oh wow, holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> See, Ka, remember when I said I could get one interception? That would be the one. <laughs> <laughs> Just floated up there. I would have fallen before the end zone, though. <laughs> Tore all the muscles in your back. Would have went down at the one. Does Does anybody else need further representation as to why Kyler Murray is overrated? <laughs> nope, Paul, I agree 100%. <laughs> so they take a quarterback first overall in this year? Yeah. Actually going to trade him to the Dolphins. <laughs> For Tua Tungvaluwa. Yeah, I, I do think this offseason. <laughs> this offseason, I think, is going to be very interesting with the NFL. So, I, I have a question for you guys because I don't really pay attention to it all that much when it's not my team. Because you know, fo- football really is kind of like probably like tied for third and like my most paid attention to like the entire league outside of my team. You know, it's being tied with baseball for third. Like, I don't really, I don't really pay attention to a lot of what the other teams are doing. I also just pay attention to my team. Yeah. So, when teams are looking for head coaches, um, I'm sorry. What happened? Uh, I had to step away for one second. So what I'm what I'm saying is, so I, I don't really pay attention to what happens around the NFL, except for my team. Really, I mean, like I see stuff because of social media, and like you know, like we watch games and whatever, but like. You know, like, I'm not looking into, like, rumor mills of, like, who the Dolphins are looking at for their head coach. I don't give a shit about them. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference to me. Um, so, obviously, like, you know, like, very big uh, hot candidates for head coaching jobs and GM jobs across the league is the, the assistant GM of the Bills and both coordinators. <laughs> now, obviously, they're not getting named anywhere until after their season's over. Right? You're not, you know, they're not going to commit to a job before the season's over. 
It happens. Does it happen? Shanahan did it. What? Oh, okay. Shanahan <laughs> committed to, to uh, San Fran before that Super Bowl. But he finished it out. Oh, he finished it out. Yeah, he finished and you know. But, like, is that is that more of an outlier or is that is that common? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. So I just the, know the, that that happened. The other name that comes to mind was um, Buddy Ryan, who was the Bears defensive coordinator in 85, committed to the Eagles before uh, the season was over. I'm, like, 80% right. sure that Shanahan didn't take the job before. Before though, like I'm 80 percent sure. Well, anyway, sorry, go ahead. The point I'm making is that, like, so do you think, like, like um, our head coaching or candidates, like, let's say, like, the Bills are going on a tear and they're going, like, are are teams less likely to go after a guy like that because they're so eager to get that next guy in that maybe they just go, okay, well, like we were kind of torn between like the bills defensive coordinator and, you know, just, I'm just throwing names out. Kyle, don't make me, don't, don't make a big deal about it. But like we were torn between the bills defensive coordinator and the Steelers offense. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, um, the Steelers are, their season's done. So we could get him in right now and start working on stuff. Like, does it, do you think that like plays into to stuff or do you think like if a team knows who they want, they, cause the thing too is it's like, it, it's not if it's not announced, or, or do generally like I'm asking. I'm not sure. Do most teams like wait until after the Super Bowl to hire people, regardless? How does it work? So if it's a current coach <clears throat> that's taking a new job, I believe they have to wait because it like, like with the tampering and you know, I, I don't too? think you could. So so I looked it up. I mean, Shanahan was officially hired the day after that Super Bowl. So they probably agreed, and he just right. so so he he took the job before the you know what I mean like there's no they didn't call him that night and be like hey we want you to come take this yeah I know he just you know, lost so twenty eight three but he he had the job so I don't think they can formally announce things until the seasons are officially over, um but they probably definitely know yeah I I think they do because if you're going through <laughs> interviews in the process I mean I think you right, would but know like, but like so but like for example though like. Even though the technically the league year isn't over, if the Giants decided they wanted to hire Brian Flores, they could announce that tomorrow because they're both done. Correct. Yes. Or fired. Yes. So, so like I guess like do, do do most teams usually wait until after the Super Bowl is over and like? I I've seen it both ways. I've seen it both I ways. Think- I think say we'll use Brian Flores as an example. I think if a team is hiring him, they're announcing it the second it happens. Yes. Okay. Um, but if it's you know one of the Bills coordinators, then they they have to wait. Um, ben McAdoo. Uh... Fuck just happened there. If it's Sorry. a guy that's available, I I think they announce it immediately. Because at that point, I mean, why why would you have to wait? I would say you hire him, let him get to work, and and get the ball rolling. Um. Dude, was that ball just caught, intercepted? Yeah, yeah. that's why I said what's That's pretty cool. Pinball action. (laughs) Um, you know, it it, does that go? No, sorry, not to keep interrupting you, Mark, but that if I if I'm if I'm having the stat sheet, I'm definitely recording that as a catch, fumble, fumble. (laughs) Let's boom. Not a catch. Um, Nobody had possession until Moore had it. It it's funny too. Like I think we talked about on the show last week where. I think it's so like weird, not weird. Like I know the way the timing is and 
you know, obviously coordinators on playoff teams are, are viewed as the top coordinators elite. You know, you're in the playoffs. But it, it just seems so weird to me that, like, they take these interviews as you're prepping for playoff games, and especially, like, when you get deeper in the play. You know, like, Shanahan is the example. Like, he's prepping for a Super Bowl and is is – interviewing and accepting a job with another team like to me it it you know is pulling their focus you know like a lot of times organizations won't block the interviews you know they don't like to hold the guys back but i'd be like uh what do you say we you know worry about this game and then interview wherever you want i know the bears brought in um the Bills offensive coordinator and their GM and they brought him in the morning Sunday morning. So right yeah. after their playoff game. So it was kinda like, you know, like when the team was still kinda like, okay, take the you know, take the day. Yeah. I um, I could see and, and we don't know what these interviews are. I mean the initial it could just be a quick, you know, hey, we're the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Thanks for coming down. Yeah. Can I you know it may the- not it may not be a super formal thing. Can I interject a question after this discussion is done? Yes. I'll allow it. Go ahead. This continues and the score shows this game as bad as it is at the end of the game. I'm sorry? What? Let's say this has to blow out for Arizona the way it looks like it's going, trending towards so far. Yeah. Matt, you're cutting in and out. Yeah, your you're, I, I didn't. I didn't hear your question. Is this better? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So if Arizona gets blown out, like it's happening. If Arizona gets blown out, yeah. do you think can uh, Kingsbury gets fired? No. 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 I don't think so because they, the the thing is they're going to chalk it up to well, you know, there'll be a lot of things like it was disappointing, but it, I think they're going to chalk a lot of it up to well. You know, Kyler Murray might not be a hundred percent. You know, they would. You know, this the script probably would be would be flipped. They'd be playing in Arizona if Kyler Murray had never gotten hurt. They don't have DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying, like I'm not making excuses for why they're losing. In my opinion, they they were always inferior to this Rams team. I, I think the Rams were always better than them all season long. Is this his first think, playoff game? Yes. yes. Yeah. That'll be the, the. I mean, think about it. when when Lamar Jackson lit up the league his first year, got to the playoffs and laid an egg. I mean, it's not the it first happened. time we've seen this. Right. I just think there's too many things going against it, and, and you know, to go to go off of like from like what happened last year, where like they looked like they were going to make the playoffs and then choked at the end, to this year being so dominant and then having some injuries kind of riddle that around. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think he's probably got at least two more years before he can really fuck himself he, over. He's got the Cardinals way ahead of schedule. Just a couple of years ago, they were a hot fucking mess. Yeah, the Cardinals, are gonna be, the Cardinals are going to be in a flat. In my opinion, they're going to be a flash in the pan team, though. They're going to be one of those teams that's like. I thought D Hop was coming back for the playoffs. They they the, thought he could, and then they shut him down. I feel like they're going to be like. One of those teams that's like really good all regular season and then just in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can, I, I can buy that. I do like Buda Baker a whole lot, though. You just like saying his name. <laughs> yeah, he's also pretty good, though. He is very good. 
it just right. I mean their defense isn't bad, but I mean having no D hop this game sucks. But I mean, yeah, I think the Rams are just too overpowered. Well, their offensive line is also pretty terrible. Yeah, but that that's when they rely on Tyler to do shit. But we all just saw what happened when he's under pressure. He throws a shitty pick. So I don't know. They're one of those teams that are weird, but yeah, I mean, compared to where they were a couple of years ago, they're definitely a lot better, but I don't know. They also just need to move on from Christian Kirk. Yeah, they really love Christian Kirk. It's like second year. He's the owner's Doesn't son. They're just gonna get, he's such a disappointment. Shut year. up. <laughs> Oof. Kirk, Kirk, to me, is a guy that I, I do think is talented, but I mean, once they brought in Hopkins and then even AJ Green, I think he just fell down the chart. Yeah, I mean that I that could change next year. Like if AJ, say if AJ Green hangs it up, then you know Kirk can come in and be the true number two. Um, but that that's what I he think is. Christian Kirk is. I think Christian Kirk is kind of suffering from like a Sterling Shepard thing. What do you mean? Because like, like I know Sterling Shepard's like career was is is more injury riddled, but like. Yeah. Like, Sterling Shepard was kind of, like, always, like, there was kind of, like, always another receiver or, like, a weapon kind of brought in to be the, something bigger than him. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That, like, that's right. Like, Shepard Shepherd was always supposed to be the number two. Even even when he was, like, he was never to be the Giants' number one receiver. But um, it always felt like he was, but it, it always felt like he was supposed to be their number two, but was always competing to be the three. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he was he was he's a slot receiver. I mean, and that and that's all he is. He's he's not good on the outside. He, he's good in the slot. Um, you know, and that that's where. I mean, if to throw a percentage on, I would say that's probably where eighty-five percent of his receptions are from. Um, I think that I think the Giants really screwed the pooch on his development by bringing in Golden Tate. Yeah, I think so. Tate, I I don't think was was a good signing by the Giants. It's also an asshole, you know, in, in hindsight. They're just, and they're just two similar players where it's just like, hey, I'm going to give you the ball, and then you do all the work. But at, at the same time, it, this is what, and I mean, we've talked about it, and it'll forever bother me about how the Giants got rid of Odell, saying that, you know, he was this big head case. And, a, and I mean, then, you know, they signed Golden Tate for a ton of money, and, and Golden Tate was was kind of a, you know, he was known to be a, a kind of a head case in locker rooms and, and cause issues. And that's kind of exactly what happened with him in New York. Um, it, it was just, I, I don't know. I At the time, I liked the signing because he is a good player. But looking back, it, it, it wasn't a good, good move. And nothing came of it. I mean, the Giants were bad anyway, so it didn't matter. But Yeah. You know, I forget he was an eagle for like 30 <laughs> minutes. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Him and Alshon. Well, Alshon was there for a while. He just, you know, can't play know. anymore. But I, again, again, like this, this off season is gonna be interesting because I, I think Shepard's all done. I don't think he comes back. Um, I mean, yeah, to say and, and not even that he doesn't come back to the Giant. I think he's done playing football. Um, I mean, at this point, he's he's what twenty seven and is just destroyed his legs i mean every year it's a new leg injury yeah. well it's um, because, exactly. i think it's because the quarterback like, puts him in fucking harm's way all the time but it's it's <coughs> it's it's always Kyle, hamstrings Kyle, he and tore, Kyle, he tore his achilles cutting off the line 
Oh, not yeah. just that. Not just but that. No, but that's what it is. He's just an injury prone guy. It's not Daniel Jones isn't causing him to get injured. That's how old he is. Uh, he's not that. He's got to be 26, 27. Yeah, he's been in the league for what, four years? Yeah. Yeah. He's 28. He just turned, or he's about to be 29. You can't put it on Daniel Jones because 95% of the time, if the quarterback's putting a receiver on harm's way, it's usually a concussion or an upper body injury. Yeah. Austin Colley. No, that um, wasn't Peyton Manning's fault. That was just, Austin Colley was just, his head was he made was of fucking styrofoam. He was concussed every other day. Um, that, that guy's eating soup through a straw. <laughs> I, I tell you that that's something I'm interested to see what happens is what the Giants do with Daniel Jones. Oh man, Sterling Shepard just got divorced. Yeah, he <laughs> hate to hear it. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, maybe he's coming back after all. Needs <laughs> <laughs> those name <laughs> checks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder what happens with Daniel Jones. I think he stays. I mean, I think they did him one more year. I think it depends on who they bring in for coach. But but, but think about it. I mean, how many times do you see a new GM and a new coach come in and keep like their kind of super underperforming, more backup talented quarterback? But would you as say? Starter? I mean, granted, he got hurt. But would you say he's underperforming? I I think I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, yes. Dude, you couldn't get a touchdown to like any of the receivers this year. Yeah, Which one? Do you mean the practice squad ones? Good, he had a good completion percentage this year when he was playing, and that was about it. Daniel I mean, Jones' saving grace this year and like this year and last year is that he is very sneakily a, a unit on the move. Yeah. You know, and, and this year too, I mean he kept the fumbles down. He he, he kept turnovers down really as a whole, but I mean, he he's not his rookie year when he took over for Eli. He looked oh, does like that he mean that Evan Ingram had no targets? Oh, Evan Ingram, that guy, that guy sucks. But he's a free I mean, agent, really, man. Yeah. Oh, they'll let him walk. But they'll it's okay. Him, Kyle yeah. Rudolph is there. Kyle Rudolph will probably get cut. He's gonna have to. I mean, they're they're gonna have to cut a lot of guys. But seven million dollars for that guy. When when Daniel Jones took over for the Giants, right? You know, we, we had Eli Manning for all those years where he didn't run ever. And a lot of times it was very frustrating, but Daniel Jones was able to run. So it was, it was like this spark where everyone's like, all right, this kid can play. And he, and he played decently his first year. He fumbled a lot, but it, it looked like he was going to, you know, kind of take the turn. And uh, he just turned the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, turn back. He, he, he didn't pan out to be what he is. And and something could be said that, you know, he had, what, two different head coaches, a few different coordinators. Like, yeah, I, I think that factors in. But, again, if he could really play, he would play. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Giants, if he's not on the Giants next year. Hey, quick sidebar. Uh, how much of that beer uh, do you think Joe Judge made it through? So... Did, did you, like, see the story as to why that was happening? No, I just saw the headline. I didn't even look into so it. So the, the picture, I don't know if you guys saw, was, like, a guy with, like, a dolly full of pizza and beers bringing him to his house. And I guess what was happening is that Judge um, was hosting all the other coaches that got fired and, like, their families and whatnot and just kind of doing, like, a thank you type thing. Um, 
and, and that was the thing. Like, I don't think there'll be anyone that comes out and says that like Joe Judge was an asshole or like a you know just like a dickhead. Um, he just wasn't a good coach. I mean, that's really the the bottom is he just wasn't a good head coach. Um, you know, he he said all the right things in interviews and into the media and whatnot, but then on the silent, he was just clueless. And you know, it's unfortunate because when they hired him, I thought he was going to be good. And uh, you know, I was wrong. Um, Man, the but, best player in the Giants this year was Devonte Booker. <laughs> I don't know if he was the best player. Off offensive side of the ball. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> Mark, hey, I mean Andrew about... Thomas. Oh well, no, Kyle it would be Andrew Thomas. He was a freaking stud this year. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. But then it goes to Devonte Booker. <laughs> Andrew Thomas Mark. was a stud this year. Yes. Mark, what do you think about Josh Freeman as the next coach? Oh, hey, my next quarterback. <laughs> Sometimes the best coaches are the worst players. Kellen Moore. Yeah, but he Me. was just a—he's just a bad player, and he wouldn't be a good coach. It'd be funny if he coached no. the Saints, though. <laughs> but you know, I mean, Paul, you and I were talking about it the other night, where you know we were kind of looking at the list of like free agent quarterbacks. If you know the Giants have two high first round picks, they could draft you know Kenny Pickett or whoever. Um, but again, like this team needs more than a quarterback. Um, you won't go out there, Mike Lennon, all year. Oh, no, 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 that would be <laughs> fucking terrible. No, but really, I mean, if you look at free agent quarterbacks, I pull up the list real quick. I mean, there, I remember there was a few names that kind of jumped out at me that I was like, you know, if this is the the bridge guy, I'm I'm fine with it. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, uh, he was not one of the names. He will be. No, but I like he he's not one of the names I had. Yeah. Um. Listen, I, I think Roethlisberger comes home to the team that was about to draft him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, really, you know, there there's guys like Andy Dalton, who I, I don't think would be bad. Mariota would. You know, okay, I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't mind Trubisky for a year or two, if if that was part of the rebuild and he was the bridge. Um, you know, even Tyrod Taylor. Mark, this is what you do: you bring in Trubisky and Dalton, and then you treat every game like a different level of preseason, and you just like <laughs> like each quarterback gets a different set amount of drives. Although Mike Lennon is a free agent, so that's <laughs> cool. You're bringing oh, three Kyle. quarterbacks. Yeah, you know who could be the next Steelers quarterback? Marcus Mariota. Your boy Blaine. Oh, Gabbert. Gabbert, the most mediocre quarterback of all time. He has a Super Bowl ring. Tampa Bay. That's right. That Super Bowl champion. Kyle Gabbert. loves that guy. I did love him coming out of Missouri. <laughs> Listen, Dwayne Haskins is up for free agency. I tell you I what, know, Kyle. I don't know I what they're going to do with him. I could see. I could see them running with Haskins next year more than I could see them running with Rudolph. I don't. I don't think so. They like Rudolph. Yeah, and he's in a contract for like four years. He gets his head caved in with helmets. Yeah. You know, I watched that video again the other day, and he's really lucky that uh, Miles Garrett kind of missed. <laughs> like he, he didn't really hit him square, because that could have been real bad. Yeah, Miles Garrett would have killed the guy, and he would be in jail. 
Listen, it's on the field. It's like boxing. It doesn't count. <laughs> oh, it counts. Yeah, he would. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't have gone to jail for it. Yeah, come on. Those NFL guys don't go to jail. They just signed with the Raiders Henry or Cowboys. Rose is going to jail. Yeah, but he didn't yeah, do something on the field. That's what I'm saying. On the field, it could have happened. It's fair game, man. What do you think? The guy that hit Shazier, did he go to jail? No. Oh, Shazier did, did Perfect, him. Perfect's in jail. For others. Not did for something on for... the field. Yeah. Was... Brown's going to kill him. He's in jail for his just general conduct as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Brown's going to kill like, guy. We got to lock you up. <laughs> hey, so it'd, be, it'd be cool if the Bucks signed T.O., right? Like, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. I'd oh, enjoy yeah. It. Like, it'd be, be annoying, rooting. but it would be funny. I'd be rooting for the Bucks to, like, win the Super Bowl if they signed T.O. That would just rub all the salt in the wound for you, but... Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. Imagine, though, he'd come out with, like, his Hall of Fame jacket. <laughs> and puts up 230 <laughs> yards in a first game. Well, Kyle, did, I tell you I what, mean, though. Did, did you see, like, the interview with him, Kyle? No. Because he was talking about it. He's like, listen, I'm still in shape. He's like, I can't play a full season. But I can give you three games. <laughs> That's fair. I tell you what, though, Mark, it, it would be pretty awesome because, like, then like the Bucks would really like be your least favorite team because, like, like Brady, Gronk, Deshaun Jackson, T.O. I've all been Bucks. Deshaun Jackson's on. Oh, I was like, he's on the Bucks right now. It's like, what the? F-? That would have made me real upset. He walked off uh, on the Raiders in the fourth quarter. Yeah, never to be seen again. Ripped his back on the Eagles. Joined the Bucks. Dude, he, he played like. What? I mean, how many yards did he have for the Raiders? Like, a hundred? I don't know. Who? Deshaun Jackson? No, I, know, I think he topped a hundred in the game. I would say, he's got to have more than that, because he did have his, like, obligatory, you know, 75-yard touchdown. <laughs> I think it was, like, his second game, and he had, like, 110 yards or something like that. Did he? He, he had, like, a big game, like I said, because I remember I flirted with picking him up. It's just weird, yeah. because, like, the Raiders only had, like, three or four receivers towards the end of the season, that's it. And, like, he never got the ball. Well, because Hunter Renfro was their number one. Yeah, Renfro was like, hey, guys, guess what? I'm really good. <laughs> so, Kyle, with the, with the Raiders, he had 233 yards and a touchdown. Nice. I tell you what, if there, I'd like to see a situation where Cooper Cup and Hunter Renfro are on the same team. A lot of catches. A lot of catches. Got to play with two quarterbacks. Just, when's the last time you had a number, a white number one and number two? And then you got to put in a right, who are the white receivers on? I think the last time that's ever happened was before. Balkan I think the last time. That... Yeah, so maybe. You just wait till Jason Seahorn comes back. No, Ooh, see, there's, a new, there's a new white cornerback this year. That I think the streak broke finally. Kyle, he was I think not the last time. I think the last time was before. Um, before they let Denzel Washington coach in high school. <laughs> Strong side. <laughs> Left side. You want to talk about uh, overrated. That guy's good. Oh, my God. Football. I can't, I can't believe Dan Quinn is getting head coaching offers again. I know. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, you know what team's going to do it? Mike Kibben. The Giants. Bum yeah, ass. Broncos. Team. No, thanks. <laughs> There's a pretty good chance. I know. He's the favorite to be for the Broncos. I know. He's going to go to one of those orange teams. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I, I do think that if Leslie Frazier gets um gets hired by somebody, I think Vic Fangio ends up in Buffalo. I, tell, I mean, 
not not to chant, but it is funny that on the bottom right now it says Broncos to interview Cowboys offensive and defensive coordinators. <laughs> it came up as we were saying it. We get an offensive guy. NFL Network dubs Dan Quinn the favorite for Moore? Broncos coaching a coach opening. Want Kellen Moore? Take him. Take. That guy's the goofiest looking guy on that sideline. Rather have Kellen Moore than Dan Quinn. Listen, Dan Quinn will just hire his dad to kick. <laughs> I missed that joke so much. That's one of my favorite jokes that we had. <laughs> Daddy, go out there. Give me Daddy. <laughs> need you to kick one for me, Daddy. <laughs> Matt Bryant doing this. Just imagine that, like in real life. Like your dad is the kicker of a football <laughs> team. <laughs> they look very close to each other. Oh, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, break around here. I got piss. Um, yeah, so here's what we do. We're not gonna take a, a real break. I'm gonna play some cool sweepers for us, and then uh, I figured we come back, uh, do a draft. We're, we're not gonna take a full break because we're already basically a big chunk in. Um, thought we could do, and we could, we could just talk about it on the other side of the the break. Uh, do a draft. Um, where we're the gonna hockey draft? No, we're not gonna do the spinner one right now. Um, oh. but we're gonna do a Mike Mock draft. But we're gonna we're gonna. Talk about it. We're going to pick one fast food <laughs> restaurant, do a full menu draft from one restaurant. We'll talk about it after the break. So, uh, Mike K., if you want to take a, a, a quick restroom run, I'm going to uh, hit some cool sweepers and we'll be right back in just about a minute. Don't go nowhere now. Do I have time to go putt in my garage? Uh, no. Yeah, you might. No one. Home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pinot Show. Peter Pinot Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The most diverse playlist on the planet. 24 7, 365. Yes, your mama's station. Bringing that heat. PPRNRadio.net, the station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep her company. We keep her happy. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Yes, we've gone nowhere. We've been crazy busy on this wild card Monday night. Just going to give you a quick rundown of the shows on PPRN right now. Uh, Peter Pino Show, Wednesdays at 7.30. Koyorama, Sundays at 2. Friday Night Delight, that's Mike Rotolo and his wife Jess. They do Friday nights at 5. Our show, Getting Sports with the Drunk, on Mondays at 8. The Gray Area with Aaron Kinnard, 8 p.m. Uh, hell F and yeah, uh, they go uh, Tuesdays. They go live at 2 p.m. and they play, uh, I think, the week before at noon. Check that out on YouTube as well. It's the Boo Show. Uh, Boo's coming back uh, after, I think, a two-week break. Uh, he's feeling better. Uh, that's Thursday at 7. And every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday and PPRN, uh, just coming off a big uh, weekend. So stay tuned for the lineup. They do a great job on that. Uh, you know, RJ Van Exten, um, you know, Control Delete, Peter Pino. Uh, put together a great show, so always stay tuned uh, for what they have going on. Uh, as aforementioned, we're going to give uh, our Mike Mock draft a go. Um, we could pick. We should pick one fast food location 
And we're going to do a full menu draft. Um, I don't know how you guys want to say. Just want to throw something out and just, you know, rock, paper, scissor it. So wait, so we're each picking a fast food or no? no we're one, deciding one. One menu. Oh, gotcha. And, so and if so, it's McDonald's, we each do a draft of that or something. Exactly. Okay. So I, I don't know. Uh, Is there like a randomized wheel you could do it? Like well, we, we, we can, but there's just so many places. That, I mean, I let, like the top five or something. I don't know. Or unless we all just come to a consensus on one. Group? Any thoughts? Did we lose them? I don't think so. They should be there. Muted myself. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the same. Little Caesars. Little Ooh, Caesars. Little Caesars. They changed. <laughs> the commercial. <laughs> they changed. <laughs> Tim Hortons. All right, let me see if I can. Sheets. Ooh, man. I don't even know the sheets menu. Never been oh. to one. Never oh, step foot in that. Man. You can't do a sheet. You can't do a sheet yeah. because you can literally customize everything. Yeah, I know it's too <laughs> customizable. He's right. I got a wheel of fast food right now. All right, roll it. Just ready to go. Yeah. Do you, do you guys want me to like yeah. do five spins, or just do I don't know, do two spins, three spins, just a three. <laughs> so we're yeah, all we, doing we, one we restaurant. Could... All right, we're, I got we're, we're all drafting from the same restaurant. Okay. Oh, gotta redo it. Sabaros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dick in the pool. <laughs> All right, guys. Our fast food restaurant is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, wow. No. Is, is there no. even enough options? I right, do it again. Do it again. All right, third time to charm. Third time to charm. Popeye's Chicken. <laughs> Ooh, Taco Bell. All right. All right. Ooh. Bojangles. Yeah, now, can we are have we, the draft order? Are we uh, doing all-time items? Yes, all-time items. God, give me the first pick. I, I, I'm actually really needing a particular item. Otherwise, I'm, I'm boycotting. <laughs> are they quiet? Are they quiet? <laughs> what? Mark, the Mexican, Mexican pizza will be there. <laughs> Listen, that's going to be my sleeper, sleeper pick. <laughs> that's a terrible food item. I don't think I tell you what, I wish every restaurant did like a pizza thing like that. It's like, oh, like, like whatever their popular food is. The Whopper pizza? The Whopper pizza. Like a chicken wing. We had a Whopperito once. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, I'm just laughing at how you said that. Yeah, we had a Whopperito. Hey, Massey, you still there? Yep. I just want to make sure you're able to participate in our tub. All right, here we go. We're going to randomize it here. Three, two. The order is, oh, man. All right, here's the order. You know what's crazy? crazy? I used to wear earbuds all the time, like in college and high school and stuff like that. And now I like pretty much never wear earbuds. And I've been wearing them, and I feel like the inside of my ears are bruised. What's the order? (laughs) All right, here's the order. Mock, Reed, don't drop the mic, Paul, Massey, Souls. Are we writing this down? You you got got to write it down. (laughs) I don't have anything to write with. You got a note in your phone, right? Smartphone, whiteboards? I do. I got the green bag behind you. Can we redo this? No. 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 Chris Massey style? Chris <laughs> Massey style. All right. Go ahead. We know what Mock's taking. All right. Oh, boy. All right. Go ahead. Can you guys hear me? I'm nervous. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. nervous. <laughs> hey, real quick, though, Mock, before you go, uh, can, I, can I just share something that I found very interesting? Yes. So I just Googled just like best Taco Bell items of all time. 
And you know what the first article that pops up is? You say Mexican pizza, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, 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 not item. The first, um, the first article, like who published it. Is it by Forbes it's, magazine? No, it's the top nine best Taco Bell menu items all time, and it's published by MLB.com. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> who else would you want it published by? <laughs> I don't know. And, and anybody, anybody else? else? <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do we got first? All right. First overall, the Eat. goat. The black bean soft taco. <laughs> <laughs> the cantina bowl, ladies. <laughs> remember when we got uh, Kendall's that uh, taco with only a lettuce? Yeah, yeah, I remember doing that. And it got hit yeah. out of my hand. No, I took tried to take a blade. He hit it out of my hand in the street. <laughs> All right, what's the pick? It's the beefy crunch burrito. Okay. Oh, man. Like, I knew that pick yeah, was so going first, but I got such a bad pick, man. Wait, who's second? I am. Kyle's getting the Mexican oh, pizza. I'm not taking it. I'll right. take that fucking right, power. So I'm standing by no matter what because I like the so many things on the menu. I'm just going to take the cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> Ooh, no original pin. I know. Listen, right. I get it. I get it. All right. I am going off the board here. Oh, my God. With the Baja Blast Soda. Whoa. Oh, That shit's overrated. No, it is not. It I'll tell you what. I actually drove away from Taco Bell when they when I had my whole order and I said so and they said they were out of it and I drove away. <laughs> so Baja, Baja Blast. I don't care what any yeah, of you Baja. say. None of you are changing my mind on this. Baja Blast is what people with higher death to kill ratios and COD drink. <laughs> no, I know because I definitely have that because I'm bad at COD. So yeah, that fits the description. There you go. So hey. am I up now? I yes. Uh, yes, yes, it is. I will take the Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, good pick. <clears throat> we don't Solid snake pick. draft, right? Snake draft, baby. Passes up. I'll take the beefy five layer burrito. Uh, I thought he was taking bean burrito for sure. <coughs> All right, Kyle's up. Kyle, Kyle, just just take the center twist and call it a win, dude. I would lose automatically. All right, I will take. The well, no, the loser is whoever takes the orange Mountain Dew. That's the loser. <laughs> the beefy nacho griller, good pick, classic. That's one of my favorites. And and I will take the nacho fries. Wow. I mean, we used to eat those grillers like we were taking Tylenol. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> My world How often is you <laughs> Just enough for the joke. What did Mass? What, what did you take? Beefy five layer burrito. Yeah, that's right. He took a thing that no one else has had. I ordered that. I mean, I've had it. <laughs> Massey and I one time ordered a lot of. <laughs> we sure did. Cool, cool story, Kendall. All right, well, the Who's background of the story is we went to Taco Bell, and then we went to Burger King, and then we went to <laughs> McDonald's. went to the hospital. Sounds like a secret bang, bang, guys. No, this was... Se- this was a Secret bang, bang, bang. You triple banged? Triple bang. Yeah. Big right. bang, take little uh, bang. Who's up, Mass? Yes. Are we still on Taco Bell? Yeah. It's Sing- only Taco Bell. Yeah, it's all we're doing. Uh, how many rounds? Thirteen ninety-seven. I told you, all f- gone. 
<laughs> to the menu from the eighties <laughs> is gone. <laughs> We're talking schoolyard style. All right, come on, Massey, take water here. Uh, I'll, cup, I'll cup, take the water. Cup of water. Um, you better not put soda in there. <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> There's a guy named Dan Riker who works at the WWE who uh, got married at a Taco Bell. Where else would you want to get married? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going with a second burrito. I'm going to go with the quesarito. Damn it. Yeah, wait till you get one of those at Sheets. That thing is 10 <laughs> fucking pounds. <laughs> they give it to you in a shoebox. Yeah. <laughs> is it me? I, it's Paul, I think, yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm going to take the... Uh, the cheesy fiesta potatoes. I don't think I've ever had them. They're fucking fire, dude. I don't think I've ever even heard of them. They were fire. They got discontinued. Alright, I'm going to go with the Beef Chalupa Supreme. You're a fucking Beef Chalupa Supreme. Alright, Kendall, did you forget to laugh or was it just me? <laughs> or... Alright. Listen, that was what they, my nickname used to be. No, you were more of a salmon chalupa. Ooh, oh, yeah, you're man. more of a fucking crooked-eyed bitch. Probably. Could you imagine if they made a salmon chalupa? <laughs> yeah, it's called the it's called the lot chalupa. Oh my god! Oh my god. All right, can I take the veggie burrito supreme? Oh man, not I'm a... con- not now. Mock lot chalupa is not to be confused. Lots of palooza where all the Jews go. <laughs> all right, I'm all right, taking. So Paul took the potatoes. What were what else was taken? And then I just took the uh, beef chalupa supreme. Gotcha, okay. I'm taking the grilled cheese burrito here. <laughs> so bad. Oh, really? I like I that like the grilled lot. cheese one. All right, so now it's here. Uh, I got the double pick. You got the double. That black bean chalupa. <laughs> right, I want uh, the double XL chalupa. All right, but Mark, I will yes. give you five dollars. I'll give you five real dollars if you pick pintos and cheese. <laughs> and you know I, I'm gonna take just the uh, I mean I, I just want the nachos not the grande nachos I want the chips and the cheese just the chips and the cheese now do you not like the grande nacho I, I just, you know what it is I just want the cheese if I could get a vat of that a vat I'm Ooh, in I get it alright Kendall you're up oh man a lot riding on this here it's a big pick. It's a big pick. I'm fucked. So it doesn't matter what I do. Yeah, you are. So what was your pick, second pick? Mike K picked Baja Blast. So. Hell yeah, I, dude. I picked. I picked the double XL Chalupa. The fans will support yeah. me. And then they I won't. picked the nachos. Okay. All right. Um. Okay, let's take the classic combo. <laughs> Can I have the party box? <laughs> All right, you know what? I will take the nachos bel grande here. I order this pretty frequently. I don't know what that is. He's a bitch. That's what it is, Paul. It's just nachos with all the fixings. Kendall, you're not going smothered burrito here? Ooh, <laughs> hard pass. All righty. Are we counting for a quesadilla everything in it or specific ones? Just a quesadilla in general? I think it's got to be specific. There's not many not, items here. Yeah. I think you have to go specific. Yeah. Are you watching the game? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Watch for a second. 
What happened? What are we watching? Okay, make your pick. I will go with the chicken quesadilla. And I will double down on that with the steak quesadilla. Damn. You know, it's funny. I had steak quesadilla locked up, and then I remembered the nachos. (laughs) Odell for a touchdown? No. Oh, man. Odell is such a good, like, cross-the-field diagonal passer. Pretty sick play, though. Who's taking the gin delights? Oh, Kendall will end up with those. Those things are terrible. <laughs> what is it? The fucking Cinnabon thing. Oh. It's like, hey, here's a cum shot for you. <laughs> uh, can I give a belated um, toast of excellence real quick? Is it to Odell Beckham Jr.'s thousandth career passing yard? Uh, no, it's to Odell Beckham Jr. having more passing yards in this game right now than Kyler Murray. Was that really his thousandth passing yard? No, I don't think so. I was going to say, oh my god. Am I up? He's, he's like a reverse Mike Vick. I think Paul's up. No, Paul took no, Shaq I put What did you take? Shaq Okay. Now it's, now it's Mass. Uh, Alright, hold on. Massey. That one queued up. I, I, I don't really I, like it, but it's worth Massey. picking at this point. What? Take the Pintos and Cheese. Why? Because it's terrible. Oh, okay. I'm going to take the pintos and cheese. (laughs) No, don't do that for real. That's like like if we did a fucking Wendy's draft and he took the chili. (laughs) You won't take take the Fiesta veggie burrito. Really, if there's anyone in this draft that would take it? (laughs) Be me. Yep. Can I have a side of those wasabi peas? (laughs) Doritos Locos Tacos. Nice. Good pick. You're such Nacho a dick. cheese or cool ranch. There, there is one right answer. Well, there's also the spicy. He used to have the fiery one. They got rid of that one. I think that one was slamming. Holy shit! Nasty. Which Dorito? Um, I don't know. Whichever one's the right answer. Now that works. I'm next, so I need you to pick. <laughs> Nacho cheese. Is that the right answer? Yes. <clears throat> All right. Here's Kyle's up. Well, and I uh, took the Cool Ranch. I don't want the Cool Ranch. Those are terrible. The other ones aren't even that good. It just I don't have a choice here. <laughs> Smothered burrito is still on the board. <laughs> hey, can I take the Crunch Wrap Supreme? No, no it's, it's already been taken. Uh, you think that was still available? I thought we just said Crunchwrap. I didn't know we said Supreme. Uh, so is the cheesy roll-ups available? I'm just going to take the regular taco. Hard or soft? Soft. I'm thinking oh, he both. wants that flaccid taco. Can I take both? One or the other. I can't take Please. both. I mean, he has back to back picks. Oh. Huh. You try to be honest. I'm going to take the hard taco Supreme and the soft taco regular. Supreme on both. How many rounds are we doing? Hopefully just four. We could do another restaurant. <clears throat> well, you, you, you picked back around, so we got to at least go through the, through one more time. So it's Massey. I don't have to pick soft taco. You just did, though. <laughs> we could just erase that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got my next five picks lined up, but we can quit whenever. You know, Damn, the worst I... thing is I believe that. 
I, I, I actually know. like my list, but you guys don't. I know my next five picks. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Taco Bell sauce. Which kind? I mean, would you eat like a gogurt? Like, what are you doing? All of them <laughs> <laughs> to put on my to put on my food that I got. But in gogurt style, yeah. I mean, you listen, know, it's, it's his you pick. You suck the entire packet dry, and then you take a bite of whatever you're eating. Right, listen, he painted I mean, the picture. I don't, I don't, I don't like how you it. said you suck it dry. It's kind of a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I'll take gonna, I'll take the real one. Uh, I'll take the grilled cheese burrito. You're gonna milk. I took that. You took that already? I did. What'd yeah. you take? Grilled cheese burrito. Matt, are you watching wow, the man. game right now? Am I what? Are you watching the commercial right now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm at full sale. Yeah. You're talking Far Horizon? Oh my god, such a good game. Hey, hey, Matt, take the spork. What? Take I the tell spork. You, that was a pretty critical part of the Taco <laughs> experience. The spork? The only restaurant that had him for a while. Is that is that a thing, really? Yeah. Yeah. They have coffee at Taco Bell. No, are you are you asking about a spork being a real thing? No, 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 no. That Taco Bell was the only one to have it. Oh yeah. For a little while, until KFC came around. Yeah, Man, I, KFC is only like four years old. I don't know what I'm taking. Um, we all fucked up. There's one thing that we forgot about. I've never had one of these, and I guess I'll be lambasted. Massey, just take regular. Massey, just take regular Mountain Dew, man. I'm gonna take the Chalupa Supreme. Well, I I did the beef Chalupa Supreme. Yeah, but you didn't take the chicken Chalupa. That's fine. So you can take the chicken Chalupa, Mass, or the steak Chalupa. Oh, you can take the chicken taco. Uh, Doritos Locos Taco Supreme. Are we splitting hairs with that? Sure. Right. Sweet I get up and notice no one's gone Taco Bell breakfast here. You know, I was just you looking know, at I don't it. think they have breakfast they? Yeah, they do. It actually was pretty good. Mark, it's funny that you say that because the breakfast crunch wrap was coming off the list next. <laughs> looking at the breakfast menu. It actually looked pretty mm-hmm. solid. Now I want Taco Bell. Cinnabon Delights, man. Cinnabon Delights. <laughs> You know, I got Taco Bell breakfast one time. When they first got it, right? When they first came out. I was with you. No, you weren't. Oh, all right. <laughs> I went with Pat. He remembers this so fondly that he does know you were not there. <laughs> it was what, only me and Pat. Somebody. I did it with somebody. It was right when Pat came back from Australia. A changed man. Who's up, Paul? It's, it's, it seems like this draft has reached its end. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen. I... I can delete my soft taco. Can, can I take? Can I take a consolation pick now that the draft is over that nobody was gonna take, and I just like would like to add it to my team. You want wild cherry Pepsi? You want no, breakfast I don't want that. No, you guys will never guess what it is. Loaded nobody would have taken it. We could have done thirty rounds, and it wouldn't have gotten taken. Fresca tacos. Nope. Three. Three a black bean grilled cheese burrito. Nope. Can I, just have it? Bean? Sure. Can, I just, can I just add it to my team? 
Sure. sure. Okay, I want the Charles Barkley Taco Bell commercials for the five buck. The box. five buck box. It rocks. It rocks. Yeah, that was a good one. Man, you sounded just like him. Ernie, Ernie. Okay, okay, I, you watch that, I don't think I've ever seen it. You've never seen the five buck box where he rides around in like the little Segway thingy. <laughs> no. Legendary commercial. And an ice cold drink. The five buck box. After we end the show, on Pornhub. After we end the show, Google the five buck box commercial, and then also Google the Russell Westbrook driving an RV NBA commercial. So funny. Kendall doesn't know. Oh, that's like that's like one of my top commercials all time. What is it? When's the last time you watched it? Well, is that the one where he has glasses or some shit? Yeah, Yeah, it's so funny. Probably last time I watched it was with you guys. Yeah, you don't care about it. I care. Is it right. the five buck box rap? Kind yeah. Oh, Charles Barkley five buck box. Five buck box. Um, it rocks. It rocks. Fuck Starbucks. Should we do another draft? It doesn't have to be food related. It could be something else. Yeah, we could do another one. Hey, right, I got it. Let's 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 do let's do a draft of um, Foo Fighters lead singers. <laughs> Uh, I would also like the first pick. Wait, real quick. Yeah. Want to do a menu recap? Just what we got? Oh, Dairy Queen. We got Dairy Queen. Gross. <laughs> um, I picked the Crunchwrap Supreme, uh, the Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes, um, the Breakfast Crunchwrap, the Steak Quesadilla, and... The Charles Barkley commercial. Charles Barkley commercial, and I forgot what the other thing was. I have like three picks. Yeah, I only have I three say, picks. I only remember picking three things. <laughs> I have four. Paul's just writing shit down. Yeah. It's like, I have to take this. Bad draft. No, now I want Taco Bell. Yeah. I'm hungry. Right, what do you want to do next? They always do I get ta- Go ahead. I get Taco Bell because it's convenient, but I never actually want Taco Bell. Yeah, it's like, I'm never just like, like, yeah, I'm here. I'm never like, oh, man, I want Taco Bell. I'm just like, oh, well, I'm hungry, and there's a Taco Bell. No, I never have it for, like, a regular dinner. It's always at 11 o'clock at night. I don't think I've eaten What's Taco Bell in the daytime. Never? Eh. So that's when it's the best. So they just showed Paul George on the big screen. He's getting booed inside of the stadium right now. Sounds about right. Perfect. Kyler Murray is just having a bad day. Oh. Flattened. Decleater. <laughs> I'd love to see somebody actually get hit out of their cleats. Legally. Legally. I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think you can either, but it would be really cool if you could. I mean, those cleats are not <laughs> tied and very loose. There's no rule that says you can't untie a person's cleats. Do you imagine that? Up at the line? Hey, get off my lace. <laughs> I didn't realize. Yeah, imagine like during like a snap, a defensive lineman just like ties two offensive linemen's shoelaces together real quick. Really bugs bunnies them. <laughs> it's the Bob Souls tactic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got him. Oh, uh oh. Aaron Donald thrown out of the game. Yeah. Is that real? No. Uh it might be. 
I don't know if I'm ahead of you guys, but uh, it it might be real. How much time is on your clock? Well, what if we drafted top five, like uh, just the like cartoon characters? Yeah, Mock, you're ahead of me. Um, that's fine. Yes, what you guys want to do? Sure. All right. Gonna re the order. Requeue here. What if it's the same? You guys want to do like just Nickelodeon? You just can, I think it's all across all platforms, all animated uh, well, cartoon characters. I think, okay, we should, be, I think we should right back. I think we should either limit it to kids or adult cartoons only. So you can't cross Family Guy and SpongeBob. Right. Okay. Children. Okay. okay. My 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 suggestion. I mean, you kids. We can vote. We can vote. Uh, that's fine. I, I don't. I don't need to vote. I'm, I'm cool with either. <laughs> you have to make a decision. You know what? I'm cool with adult cartoons. <laughs> There's more with kids, though. No, I think there's enough cartoons that for both. <coughs> All right, which one are we doing? Souls, this was your suggestion. You pick. Is it like a teenage category? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called As Told by Ginger. <laughs> Aaron Donald. Okay. Uh, adult cartoon. Be different. Deal. Yeah. All right, here's the order. Paul, Kyle, Mock, Massey, Reed, Mike K. Massey said he just had to step away. I don't know how long he's gone for. Just the show. I'll, I'll make his pick for him if he's not here. Deal. All right. We're starting? We're starting. All right. I am going to take Brian Griffin first overall. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Always sit on that pick. How did you sit on something when it was taken first? Meaning, like, I'm that's no matter what, I mean, it's my first pick overall. I'm taking Stewie first. All right, Mark. Good, good chance. Here. To, yeah, we can take We're gonna keep it rolling. I'm gonna take Peter Griffin. Massey is up. Uh, Massey's gonna take Maybe. Sterling Archer. Good pick. Uh, he probably you know, would have picked that too. And said he wanted Courage, the cowardly dog. <laughs> I would say yes, but the adult version. <laughs> it's kind of an adult cartoon. That was a really weird show. Okay. Yeah, um, I am going to take Dr. Krieger from Archer. And then uh, Mike K. Wait, that was already five? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, well, wait. So we're actually going with Mock's pick, or Massey's pick? Yeah. Which is... Um, he took Sterling Archer. Gotcha. Which I think he would pick that anyway. Yeah. All right. I am going to go with Homer Simpson and Eric Cartman. Okay. Um, Wallace and Gromit are still here. It's a great show. Big fan of this guy. I'm taking Carter Pewterschmidt here. <laughs> Dr. Hartman. Uh, 
Oh man. Back to Matthew. Who's up? Massey. Massey. All right. Massey. Massey's going to take Samurai Jack. (laughs) That checks out. It does. So far, Paul's having a pretty good draft on Massey's behalf. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's back to me? Yes, sir. Um... I would like um, Stan Marsh. <sighs> I'm up. Yep. This might be a reach here. Personal favorite, though, Space Ghost. All right. So it's back to back for me? Yep. I'm going to take Hank Hill. <laughs> And Randy Marsh. Man, good picks. Hey, you want to know something funny? Hmm. I meant Randy Marsh. (laughs) (laughs) Stan is cool, but I meant Randy. I'm actually kind of really upset right now. (laughs) Pretty pumped. Kyle, you should take Bojack. I don't like that show. Doesn't mean you shouldn't take him. Kyle, is it your pick? Yeah, I'm taking him. Yeah, it's a radio show, so. Oh, oh, okay. You fucking douchebag. <laughs> Always shit on the fat guy, right? Yeah, I'm thinking, I mean. I'm taking Bender. Good pick. Uh, maybe <clears throat> an unpopular pick, but I always thought the character's funny. I want Roger from American Dad. Good pick. Fan is. <laughs> it's the knockoff version of Bender. Well, he's an alien. Well, and it's also not Futurama. And the Massey pick. Uh, Massey is going to take. I had it here. Um, uh, Goku. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I had it here. Where was it? Because I I didn't include um like any like that stuff. But I guess. Alright, I'm back. Oh, all right, Massey. It's your. We're picking adult cartoon characters. Okay. I already picked. You, I I made your first two picks while you were gone. Okay. And so yep, Lois and Meg pick. Griffin. <laughs> no, I picked Sterling Archer and Samurai Jack. Ooh, two really good picks. You're welcome. Thank you. And now it's your pick. My <coughs> pick again. Well, it's your pick now because we just got back to you. Okay. Uh, hmm. Say something from a manga we've never heard. I'll take pronounce, Rick from Rick and Morty. Pronounce manga. <laughs> nice. All right. Massey's pick is done. Okay. I'm going to take Boom Hour from King of the Hill. Is Rick and Morty a good show? I quite enjoy it. 
So no, it's it's a unique <laughs> sense of humor. It's a unique sense of humor, but it's really well written. Because I I've never seen it. I've heard it's good. I I've never watched it. It, it it takes you have to like you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it, but it, it's a it's a very well written show. I am going to take Butthead and Glenn Quagmire. Well, I was expecting the the Butthead and Beavis to be kind of in the same package. I didn't hear the second pick. Quagmire. Ah. He's Quagmire. All right. Um, I'm taking Klaus from American Dad. <laughs> you know, I meant Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Massey, back to you. Uh, back to me already. Uh, um... All right. Uh... I'll take Bender from Futurama. Already taken. Taken. Been taken. Damn. Um. Look at the group. You can take Hypno Toad. Uh, good pick. I'll take Ash Ketchum. Not a good pick. <laughs> Pokemon is an adult cartoon. Um. If you look it up on Reddit, <laughs> it is. If you uh, look it up on Pornhub, I've got pretty familiar with Reddit. <laughs> no, you haven't. You just got very familiar with three threads. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'd like to recommend uh, Alexa uh, Bliss. Stomach. So fucking weird. Open up Facebook first. Add <laughs> Taco Bell. They're fucking listening. Hank Hill taken. Yep. Yep. Mm. Uh, I think we've done this draft before. Perhaps. We kind of have. Man, I don't know who number three is on the Cardinals. But, but he's uh, dead. He just got hurt. I think it's Buda Baker. Oh, that sucks. Matt Prater? No, Prater's five. Yeah, I thought you said Prater's fine. I was about to laugh real hard. Man, I don't know what to pick. This is tough because I don't. I wasn't here for part of this. Um, just Paul, pick one for me. I'll just pick one, man. Uh, Goldar. No. You know who it is. I'll take Fry from Futurama. There you go. Up. Me? I believe it's me. Um, I will take Joe Swanson. Peter. Hey, Peter. Peter, can I borrow your egg? Peter, can I borrow your egg? Peter. <laughs> Kinda didn't know that was going to happen. Would have picked another <laughs> guy. <laughs> Glenn Quagmire, you're dead. Who's up? Who's you got? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I will be taking. Oof. Oh, wow. We're really behind. Uh, Yaku Warner. 
Isn't it Yakko? Yeah, whatever the fucking name is, dude. Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. From Animaniacs. Anime. I don't think that's that, an adult cartoon. Yeah. I was on no? Saturday mornings. Yeah, I, I watched it that as good. a kid. Right, I watched right, it as right. a kid I'll... on Cartoon Network. All right, sorry. I got another one for you guys. Fingering prints and that. One of my favorite cartoon characters of all time, Carl the Gas Station Nintendo. <laughs> T. Crow. She makes me laugh all the time. Because it's you. <laughs> exactly. From. Uh, it's my turn right back to back. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh God, Maxie, how far behind are you? No, no I mean, they just brought us. the. He's ahead of uh, where we are because we just yeah. saw Buda Baker mm. get hurt. This does not look. <clears throat> yeah, that's not uh, ideal. What do you do? Uh, he's got plenty of mix hand makers, and he's being put onto a stretcher. That sucks. Poor guy. Alright, I'm gonna take Mo from the Simpsons. Oh, Paul. And I'm gonna take Frank Murphy from Episode Family. Good pick. Not even on my radar. It's because you get too you, you get distracted when one of your picks is taken and it's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hone in on all family guy. No, no, I got a good I got a good thing going. I'm gonna take Santa's with a helper. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> good pick. I'm gonna take Bart. Bart Simpson. Okay. Back to me. Um, Did you take robot chicken? Oh man, you guys think Kendall's going for the other dog from Family Guy? Huh. Which one? Vinny? Yeah. <laughs> You'll take Grandpa. Joke's in you, Mark. I'm taking Jasper. <laughs> um, you know what? I I want Butters. Good pick. Fuck <laughs> is the Venture Bros. Venture Bros. is actually very funny. Why did you say the SpongeBob in the Dark Cloak game? <coughs> I can't believe nobody's taking anybody from the Boondocks. <laughs> I'll take Huey. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of that show. No, me neither. It's like it when it kind of it's on Adult Swim and it kind of just kind of turns into it. Like, yeah, I'm already on yeah. my phone. Well, I'm going to bed. <laughs> How many rounds are we doing? Seven? Pretty much just kind of, I can go forever. <laughs> I could do this draft forever. Because there's so many Family Guy characters. Yeah. Let's do an eight-person eight, eight person draft. I'm sorry? Eight, eight, eight round drafts. Doesn't that have to be an odd number? 
All right, nine round draft. <laughs> Kyle, we're gonna new. No, I I just went. So whoever's after me. Doesn't it have to be an odd prime number? Um, Kyle doesn't know what prime number. Who's up? I think it's Massey. One three. Yeah, but what's the definition of a prime number? Is it be multiplied and whatever? Can only be divided by one in itself. So I just said. Is it mine? I think so. Uh, I'll take Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Nice. Kendall doesn't know who that is. Uh, is that regular show? I don't know. Who's up? Kendall. It is me, and I'm going to take Mr. Garrison. Mr. Garrison. my two picks. I don't think one of them was taken. Bob Belcher and Mallory Archer. Gross. Kind of in my train of thought, I was taking Eugene Belcher here. Back to Mass. Um, Markers are shit. Yeah, they've seen better days. Uh, I will take. I guess that's a good pick. Yeah. If he makes it back, well. Enough with the fucking bell. Yo, shut up. Come fight me, yo. Swamp fight. What is with you and your fucking swamp fight? Massey, it's the best no way idea. to settle a debate. That's what I'm saying. I'll take Space Ghost. Already taken. 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 Uh, a long time ago. First round, I think, actually, maybe. Second, second round. Uh... uh... I'll take Frylock from Aquatine Hunger Force. <laughs> that show. I don't even know that show. It's a fast food show. No, Souls, you know you have to pick here, right? You mentioned it last show. I know who I'm picking. But I think I know what you meant for last time we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> What is it, a fat guy? <laughs> the neighbor? Yeah. Is his name also Carl? Uh, it might be. I think I, I can picture it looks like better than I know his name is. He's got the gold chains on. Carl, who are you taking? That dirty oh, am I up? white beater. <laughs> I'm taking Monster Maurice. I've never heard of that character. From Big Mouth. Oh. <laughs> He's the hormone monster. The hormone monster. That's why I wanted monster. I tell you what, that show is very funny. 
Yeah, it is. That show's very funny. Is it my pick? Actually, it is your pick. I thought it was. That's why I asked. And then Kyle just picked. Oh. So Kyle prematurely picked. You said Kyle go. I said Kyle is your turn, and he said, "Is it my turn?" And I said, "I don't know." Did Mock pick? And then he went, "Maurice." Well, you didn't say that. Mock, you have back. Play back the tape. <laughs> no, because I'm gonna go ahead and um, I'm gonna take. I, I'm going to go and take Dr. Hartman. Oh, who? From Dr. Family Guy. I, I didn't hear who you said. Dr. Hartman. Oh, okay. Who? Nope. <laughs> so now Paul's up. No, now Kyle can make his real pick. Uh, I'm getting Monster Maurice from Big Mouth. <laughs> hey, how's Eric Weddle playing in that game? Uh, yeah, if you just kind of been there, he hasn't tackles <coughs> or anything. Um, you know what? Just just because he fell and he can't go undrafted, and I don't know how many more picks we have. Um, I'll take Homer Simpson. He was pick. Oh, he was my first. Was pick. he pick? Yeah, he was my first pick in the oh, first round. Yeah, I missed that one. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, that makes me feel better. I thought for a second like he was going <laughs> like completely falling in the draft. You can take uh, leaks though. No, thank you. Um, I'm going to take Death from Family, Family Guy. All right. Solid pick. And, and let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm also going to take um, I'm going to take Ray Gillette. It's a good pick. From Archer. Actually, hey, Mass. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to look it up because I don't know if it's true or not. I want to take the piece nope, again. Look like what? Doesn't, doesn't Ray Gillette, like the character, it's not the same guy, but doesn't the guy who voices Ray Gillette, doesn't he kind of sound like... um? Um, Glenn from Letterkenny. <laughs> like a slightly more high-pitched version. Yeah, but Ray's voiced by Adam Reed, who created the series. Well, I know that. But yes, they sound very similar. Glenn's just like a little bit more high-pitched. You know what? Last two picks. It's the second pick now. Who I forgot was the second yeah. pick. Oh, Mock. No, no, no. It's, I believe it's Paul's second pick. No, I picked twice. He picked twice. Oh, then it's Kyle's pick. Mm-hmm. Taking Beavis. All right. I'm taking Stimpy. Nice. That's third pick. Kyle. I just want no, it's uh Massey after Mock. Oh uh, 
I'll take the Joker from Batman the Animated Series. You know, I wish you were lying. That, is that an adult show? Yes, adult themes counts. Okay. All right, I am taking Carl Brutan and Daniel Lewiski from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. There you go. It was between Frylock and Carl. <laughs> All right, I am going to take... First pick will be Coach Steve. Well, how many rounds are we doing? I think this will be the last one. All right, I'll pick double back, and then, yeah, we'll finish on the back end. I'll take Coach Steve from, uh... oh, my God, why am I playing on the show? Big Mouth. And I will pick, mm, let's see. I'll take Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Okay, I'll be taking the full cast of Squidbillies here. <laughs> no, um, I always like this character. I'll be taking uh, Holt from the Cleveland show. Is that the bear? No, that's the Jason Sudeikis character. He plays a little short guy. Ah, uh, okay. Massey to you. Uh, I'll take Adam West from Family Guy. Good. Yeah. That's a really good pick. Fuck. Mm. Let's think. Can I change my picks if he doesn't get picked? No. It's never happened in any draft. Oh, I'm taking, uh, taking Mort. Never seen the show, but I'm taking them. What? You said, you, said you'd ne- you said you had never seen the show, but you're taking them. I said that? Oh, Mort. I thought you said Morty. No. Oh, Mort Gold. I th- I th- I, when you said Mort, I was thinking Rick and Morty. <laughs> That's why I was like... Yes. Taking Frank Murphy. It's already been taken. taken. Has it? Paul took him. Yeah, by me. Like five rounds ago. Oh. Pay attention. Yeah, I didn't know Joe Buck was in that show. Yeah, he's the hockey coach. I, I apologize. We forgive you. I don't. Take your time. Shut up and thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Riveting radio. Oh my god. Love the dead air. Oh, oh, what's his name? Taking the chef from South Park. Chef. Literally, chef. Chef, last Ooh, name. Chef. <clears throat> chef, last and wait name. till you guys see like the the ESPN cover just did like a WWE style uh, ambulance shoot. <laughs> oh my god! What the hell? Who's that? My god! It's Austin. All right, I'm thinking. So you guys, still, you guys still I'm thinking for a second. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. <laughs> no, at least Jim Carrey got the touchdown. 
<laughs> What's your reasoning for that guy? <laughs> you know, because he wore a Steelers uniform once. And he had a good season. You know, when I was taking down the Christmas tree, I realized that none of my Steelers ornaments played for the Steelers anymore. <laughs> it was Heinz Ward. See, he got a head coaching uh, interview. Yeah, I didn't know what a... Uh, for the Texans. What a uh, kind of... Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's Heinz Ward. And he's good. Uh, you never know. Ridiculous. Uh, who else? The bus, Heinz Ward, Joe Palmo. Judge got a job, Mark. Joe that... Judge was a coach. Am I getting it right? Pretty much, yeah. How many more? Uh, he coached for the Jets. I have James Conner, Juju. Larry Foote. <laughs> Larry Foote. <laughs> Lawrence Timmons. Imagine if they made a Larry Foote ornament. James Ferrier. Lamar Woodley. Did you not know that, Mock? What? Larry he coached Foot. the Jets. Coaches what? Nice throw. Wide receivers coach. I don't think that's real. Look it up. I'm getting annoyed as my parlay is close to hit. I will bet more you 20 bucks. It's not going to hit. <laughs> I need Murray to throw a tutty and to throw more than 224 yards. Uh, I'm going to take Frank from Sausage Party. The movie? I don't know what that is. It's the, that Seth Rogen movie where they were all like grocery store items. And it was like super vulgar. Yeah, the orgy at the end. Funny film. Yeah, they have the huge. Wow, we are really behind Dendel. <laughs> They're just showing the ambulance now on our screen. Oh, so Man, you guys how far see, behind are you? You guys didn't see Kyler Murray just throw a 45-yard touchdown? Nope. Just kidding. It was almost a pick. Damn it, I needed that. <laughs> hey, Mock. Mm-hmm. There's our draft. I'll bet you $200 that he coached the Jets. He was an offensive assistant. Kyle. He's still a coach. Kyle, are you judging our, our, our draft here? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I don't um, remember if it Oh. Why don't we just go in order of the draft? All right, Paul, go ahead. All right. I'll try to remember everybody. Brian Griffin, uh, Frank Murphy, uh, Hank Hill, um, the hot dog from Sausage Party. <laughs> You can tell I'm already struggling because I went with my last pick. Um, <laughs> and then you got, there's eight total. You had Randy Marsh. Yep. yep, I had Randy Marsh. Randy Marsh from South Park, the dad. The jizz scene will always be so funny. <laughs> so funny. Um, you're no man. I had uh, Death from Family Guy. Death is Mo so from. Mo from The Simpsons. Abu? <laughs> Mo from The Simpsons. Abu? <laughs> will not repeat myself again. I, I said um, Abu. Yeah. Still the same nationality, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How many was that? Might have been eight. It was six. I thought it was six. Anyway, I had the the gay guy from Archer. Yep, Ray Gillette. Ray Gillette, yep. And. I give you a 7 out of 10. I love Mo. And I love. uh, What was his name? Frank Murphy. Him. I also like the other guy. What other guy you said? Marsh, Randy Marsh. No, Death. I'm a big South Park guy. Death. 
Actually, for death, I'm giving you eight. What about Brian Griffin, man? You don't like Brian Griffin? He's whatever. <laughs> oh, all right. He's, he's, so, he's yeah. the number one pick, you know? You know, you know what you're getting with him. Death, death was a very underrated pick. Death is so funny. I love when he sprains his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Laid up for a week. Uh, who's doing mine? Did, did nobody else write any, any of them down? <laughs> nah, dude. Super death. <laughs> <laughs> no, who's ranking mine? Oh. No. We all, uh, I'll rank it, Kyle. Yeah, go ahead. Alright. So I picked Stewie Griffin, mm-hmm. Space Ghost, mm-hmm. Bender, Carl the Gas Station Attendant, <laughs> Bart Simpson, Monster Maurice, Beavis, and Chef. I'll give you an 8.5. 8. All right, all right. Beavis and Butthead sucks. Well, like, you gotta have both of them for them to be great. But asshole, we took one, so I took the other one. That was a boot. I'll, right. give, I'll give you an 8.5. That's a, that's, a, that's a solid team right there. What's my best pick, Paul? Um, Space Ghost. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, Space Ghost was going to go right after if you didn't take him. Death death is uh, your best pick, in my opinion. Thanks. Well, so Space Ghost was your best, your most valued pick was uh, Monster Maurice. Like, that was your big steal. Yeah, he's so funny. All right. Who's so the, you, know, you know who's really funny? Is the, oh, the uh, gas the, station attendant? No, the, the the coach's monster. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know who that guy? You know who sounds just like that? Um, any uh, you know the Tom Segura bit he does where he's mimicking the old guy on the plane. Yeah, that sounds just like it's it. just. Yeah, uh, you read me a fucking it. novel. <laughs> it, was, it was his. Last it's his flight. last flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gandalf. Can you get up? <laughs> Um, number three. Who's number three. I know Mark. I had uh, Peter Griffin, mm-hmm. Stan Marsh, Marsh. Uh, I know I had <coughs> Butters. I had Doctor Hartman. I had Joe Swanson. I had Roger, and I had man. I'm missing one. Mort. Mort. From Rick, and, Rick and Mort. <laughs> I give you a 7.1 out of 10. I'm not a big fan of South Park or American Dad. And you picked the wrong guy from South Park. I did. Well, that uh, was already taken. No, I meant to draft Randy Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my opinion, your best pick was Dr. Hartman. He's your biggest steal. He pay. He's very funny. <laughs> she did a 7.1 out of 10. Nice, man. This triple, right. crown, this triple crown graphic is so ridiculous. Who's up next? Massey? I... Yeah, it's it's Massey. Massey. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I had, what, Archer and Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. No. I had Rick and Fry. Um, Joker. I had Joker. I had. Did, did I say Fry? Did Cam yes. Akers fully tear his Achilles? 
Uh, yes. <laughs> Harvey Birdman. It's a random question. And well, man, like, how is he already back playing so well? Birdman, uh, Harvey Birdman, Frylock, and Adam West. Can I be honest? Yeah. I know like three of your guys. Uh, I figured as much, Kyle. That's not true. Kyle's a big Samurai Jack guy. I don't know anybody from Samurai Jack. How about Samurai Jack? You know know who Archie is. Archer is. I know who Archer is. Archer Bunker. You know who Harvey Birdman is? Who? Who's that? Harvey Birdman was was part of Space Ghost. That's right. I forgot about him. I'm sorry. Not a big fan of uh, Aquatine Hunger Force, but I do like right. uh, I'm Mike for a second. I do like the fry guy a little bit. Massey, you get a 6.4 out of 10. Okay. Archer is carrying your squad. He might be <laughs> one of the best characters in all of adult cartoons. Who got taken one overall? Brian Griffin. Uh, Brian Griffin. Did Stewie get taken at all? Yeah, I took okay. All right, Daniel, you're up. All right, I have Dr. Krieger, yeah. Carter Pudishman. Yeah, K- Kendall, Kendall was mad that I took Brian Griffin first overall, like he was going to fall to fifth. It was a hope. It was a hope. I don't sound like that. Mark, would you have taken, I, Mark, would you have taken wait, Brian uh, if he was still there? Um, I'd taken Peter. Would you have taken Brian? I don't think so. Well, I would have given him the Massey just so Kendall could have done So either way. <laughs> All right, let's get to this. All right, I have Dr. Krieger, Carter Peterschmidt, Boomauer, Klaus, Mr. Garrison, Eugene Belcher. My Alexa Bliss pillow. Yeah. Uh, Carl Brutan and Danny there, and Holt. Who's Holt? The really short guy from uh, Cleveland Show. Okay. The Cleveland you know? Show might be the worst adult cartoon of all time. <laughs> you get a 7.6. I love your pick in uh, Krieger and in uh, Carter. They're carrying your squad strong. <clears throat> Carl's a very funny character as well. I don't really know much of the other guys. But you, I drafted basically all supporting cast. Okay. Michael? Alrighty, I had Homer Simpson, Eric Cartman, Butthead, Glenn Quagmire, Bob Belcher, Mallory Archer, Coach Steve from Big Mouth, and Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Not a fan of Mallory Archer. Uh, who, uh, name your third guy again. Butthead. Second guy? Cartman. Fourth guy. <laughs> Quagmire. All right, fifth guy. Now, you really want me to do this? Yes. Bob Belcher. Who's that? From Bob's Burgers. Okay. Never been a fan of Bob's Burgers. You get a seven. All right. You have strong characters, but they're not that funny. All right, sounds good. I appreciate you. You still finish ahead of Max. You really, uh, I could tell you thought hard about that, so I appreciate you taking time out of your day to do it. Mock wins. 
Kendall? Yes. Kendall? Yes. What's on the PPRN radio network? Well, let me tell you. The Peter Pino Show, the flagship show on the network, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Koryorama, Sun is at 2. Friday Night Delight, 5 p.m. Getting Sports with Drunk, Mondays at 8. Yes. The, the Gray Area with Aaron Kinnard, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Hell F and Yeah, it's live at 2 on Tuesdays, and the uh, show from the previous week airs at noon. Uh, it's the Boo Show, Thursdays at 7. Every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday, uh, starting at 6 p.m., so check that out. Uh, Mark Sheen, where do they find us? Find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter and Instagram is at GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it is drafting your, you know, Taco Bell fast food menu of choice or having the vid. Like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Hey, quick Find shout it. out to Matt Stafford for having the uh, number two re- uh, receiving yard leaders of all time. Yeah. You know what's funny is I was just looking at the graphic. Cooper Cup is was Cooper Cup finished four receptions behind Michael Thomas for most of the season. And if he had gotten those four receptions, he probably would have broke the record for yards. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we could do, do a quick beer review for those who had a beverage. Mock. Pass. You had a beverage. Yeah, I'm not going to just keep reviewing water every week. Well, what you could have Gatorade. There's just water from my fridge. All right. I had the Ice Cream Man um, by Back East. Uh, one of my favorite beers of all time. I like to pretend that there is ice cream in it, uh, even though there's not. Uh, 6.4% alcohol by volume. Uh, it's a Citra India uh, Pale Ale. Uh, I enjoy it because uh, it, it does have uh, citrusy com- components to it. Um, uh, I would say probably more... I want to say I don't want to say grapefruit, but we'll call it grapefruit uh, forward. Um, very happy. Um, I just, I just enjoy it. it's a good, very good beer. Uh, I I don't think it's really super available all the time. I think it's mostly brewery release, but you can get it some places. Um, I rank it very high, four point eight out of five. Yeah. Hey, do you guys think Jay Z is starting to look more like Whoopi Goldberg? Yes. I think it's the other way around. Don't drop the mic. What did you have for a drink? I had my free Sam Adams seasonal that I got, that I got from work. Uh, cold snap. Uh, I do like this. This is probably my favorite seasonal one. Um, Mike K. Zoom with Kindle Route. Which is what? Connoisseur, baby. I didn't get a connoisseur. I work at a beer distributor. Buy a good beer instead of getting shit beer like Kendall does. And what'd you have hey, tonight, Mark, do you think, Kyle? Mark, do you think Larry Fitzgerald was leaving goodbye to the Cardinals? <laughs> yes. I had He's about to sign issues. with the Rams. <laughs> Anyways, so I it was good. I liked it. It's, I enjoy when it comes out every year because it's probably my favorite seasonal one. So that is that. 
I had Motion Machine. Pretty solid. It had a very uh, sit, um, limey vibe to it. Um, not, I didn't really taste much citrus, but it was more lime and um, a little, lime, lime a little sweet. I hope my cake gets eaten by a wolf. That tastes a lot of citrus, but I taste the lime. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Master, did you have a, have a beverage? Uh, I had water. Nice. What kind? I had uh, ja- I had jasmine tea with honey and ginger. What's the ABV on that? Yes. Uh, forty-two. Damn. Uh, 40, 42 ash cheeks by volume. <laughs> well, thank that you for listening. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canadian for Drunk. Make sure to tune in every Monday for more content. And until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mac. She washable. Nope. (laughs) I'm the machine. I'm the Master Chris Massey. I'm Don't Drop the Mic. And I am the Reneverhood Baron. Yow, 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 yow. Man.